So I have had more Skype shenanigans today that I don't, I hate when I run across problems that even today with internet, uh, the, the internet ability, the, the, the wealth of resources out there, there is no fucking answer for. Mm-hmm. I made a call to you earlier, Chris, and I had at the time like three different VLC videos up. I had like a couple two best friends videos and a podcast I was listening to, all of which were paused. When I ended the call and clicked the hang up button on Skype, it unpaused all the videos at the same time. Yeah. So <laughs> blaring wow. through my speakers comes all this. I'm like, what in the fuck? And with it all being garbled and loud at the same time, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And then I started cycling through the through my uh, tab windows that were open. I was like, oh, that's OK. So all my videos just unpaused. So I went searching. Hey, uh, here's a fucking thing. Skype just unpauses videos. And I, what I think I found is that as a convenience, uh, Skype has a thing where if you're watching any kind of video on any, almost any format, almost any media player, if somebody calls you over Skype, it pauses the video mm-hmm. automatically and thereby unpauses when the call is ended. I said, okay, that's, you know, okay, it's convenience. Yeah, okay, I get that. Nice. Can I turn this off? No, I cannot find a setting to turn this off. I'm pretty sure I so, disabled that for me. I I went looking for it. I couldn't. If you find it, by all means. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look later. And by later, yeah, I mean tomorrow. Yeah. So that was just, so that was like just a cr- 45 craziness. minutes from now. Yeah. <laughs> After I go to sleep and wake back up. <laughs> oh, right. oh, okay. At 2 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. I guess I'll start. Uh, well, actually, I want to start off with a little bit of well, actually. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, boy. Uh-oh. It's, it's, it's not a whole, whole lot. We're not too terribly, too terribly horrible. It's just that uh, last week I realized that during my week I had talked or the week before, I talked briefly about uh, The Last of Us, mm-hmm. and I had taken some notes, and I didn't fucking read a single note, so yay me, and I want to just run by them real quick. It's not, it's, it's like a 20-minute session at all, it's like five minutes. I just wanted to go over some things that I that I noticed about The Last of Us. Uh, I think the realization that Adam hadn't played this game yet made me not really say anything at all, but mm-hmm. I don't think too much of this is spoilery. Um and if it is, oh well, fuck you, Adam. Damn! Uh, <laughs> what a dick! No, I, I think, and I think Chris can agree as well, as polished as this game is, this is kind of a, maybe like, maybe like an, a, a fifth the size, or a fifth of the events of like Breath of the Wild. You're just going to run across things that are just going to either spark your interest, or, th- or you're going to say, wow, that's some really good polish. Uh, that's kind of what I saw with these notes. Um... I noticed there was, uh, so I, I ran, I was going from one area to another and there is a particular type of, uh, uh, what, 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 what were they called? Uh, Chris, the, the infected, I think that, I think uh, they were clickers. Infected. yeah, yeah. The clickers. Uh, and I noticed that 
the game tried to be slick. I was going from like a kind of a road side area to a forest area, which meant I was going into like a, uh, yeah, like a forest area with animals and whatnot. And the game tried to disguise the clicker sound with like crickets chirping. And it almost sounded like it. Like it went from crickets chirping to you heard a clicker noise mm-hmm. to crickets again. And I was like, uh-uh. No, I caught that. <laughs> so I went all stealth mode and snuck up, and I was like, uh-huh. And I seen it through the vision. I was like, that's pretty fucking good, game. That's a really good way, because I imagine that fucks some people over. Mm-hmm. Um, There were times where I noticed that as running along... Uh, as Joel was running alongside of a wall or crawl or uh, sneaking like crouch walking alongside of a wall every now and again randomly he would just put his hand out to like balance on the wall uh, just a little detail a little little touch detail like that I noticed it was very nice uh, idle poses there are a bunch of idle things I'll go I won't I won't go over one of them because it's a pretty big spoiler I, w- I would say it has a lot of st- there's it's incorporated into the game itself but Ellie does something throughout the story if you do one idle pose but one of them, I was just standing there, and I was actually going to get a drink. And I, right when I sat down, she said, you're just going to, you know, stand there? I was like, excuse me. <laughs> so, and it kept moving. Just didn't do like moving. Sonic CD and jump off the fucking screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, fuck uh, you. Had some brutal kills in this game, too. Almost, there were almost some set pieces like... um uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, uh, which is a great fucking game for having set piece deaths and torture scenes and whatnot. But I was in this building and there was a bunch of, uh, like tabletops and boxes and, and shells and countertops and all that. And I had beat the fuck out of one infected. Oh no, it was a human actually. It was a soldier. And Joel grabbed him by the back of his head and smashed his head down onto the corner of a table and the blood splattered across the corner. Like you fucked that guy up. And I, I was, I don't know if that was intentional or if it just really happened to be like, maybe he was aiming for the floor and just because I caught the corner of the table, the blood just spattered that way. But it was, it looked and sounded pretty fucking brutal. Um, there was a, there was a time where I was going in the area that had trip wires set up and she, I can't remember if it it was her or I'm trying to think, I think Joel said it. I think Joel had noticed there were trip wires along the way with explosions uh, tied onto them. And he was like, uh, you see that line? You just duck down, keep your head below that line and you'll be fine. Ellie just walks forward and blows the fucking thing up and keeps walking. (laughs) Ellie is invincible. Ellie is fucking invincible in this game. Number one, she took care of the trap for me, but basically it was a glitch. I Mm -hmm. I would say it was a glitch. It was a bug, yeah. She don't fucking care about traps. He was like, all you do, look, just duck down like me and walk forward. She's like, okay, walk, 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 boom, just kept walking. Yeah, normally she takes it. She will duck down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, lots of teamwork in this game. This, again, this is what I brought up last episode about having, or the episode I talked about this, having so many God of War vibes because mm-hmm. she helps out. She helps out a lot. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of teamwork in this game between you and her. Uh, one time I saw her randomly stop and tie her shoe again. Just a little fucking, I noticed that. Hey, cool on you detail. Uh, fun, uh, very interesting 
and touching and cool world building moment for this girl. Ellie did not know about ice cream trucks. She didn't know what the fucking ice cream truck was. And then when you look back at the timeline, you look at how old she is, look when all this shit happened. It makes sense. She was a ba- she was basically a baby when this shit happened. So the whole concept of an ice cream truck running around a neighborhood, hell, the I- the concept of a neighborhood to her was almost unknown. Mm-hmm. So when she walks by an ice cream truck, she's like, "What is that?" And he's like, "It's an ice cream truck." And she's like, "I don't, I don't know what is that." And he's like, "Are you? Ca-? Oh yeah, no, well, of course you don't know what it is." Now, old men used to use these to creep on little kids. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, last but not least. This is something I didn't realize till later. I guess this is something that happens randomly, and either I just coincidentally didn't have to do it, or I don't know what, but this is like the last like f- quarter of the game, the first time this happened for me. You have a flashlight, and it's a very realistic flashlight, by the way. The di- the, the distance on the on the beam, the way that has a, that little fucking circle in the middle that everybody knows about that's always there because of the mm-hmm. bulb, and blah, blah, blah. The bulb, the flashlight is kind of rickety. So every now and again, it will start to flicker. And what do you do if you naturally have a flashlight that flickers? You just you fucking smack it, and it mm-hmm. will make the connection a little bit better. If you smack your fucking controller... It does the same thing. It even makes a sound effect, the sound effect of you <laughs> smacking a flashlight, and it'll start working again. Again, a little fucking random weird detail that was just put into a game that, yeah, man, it was Just nice. reeks of massive amounts of polish. Yes, yes. With all that being said, again, I just, I cannot wait for the second one, man. The yeah. combat alone in that trailer made me want to go ahead and play that game, period. But now that I've played the first one, man, and I'm telling you, Chris, you know this as well. Mm-hmm. I know we already said this, but it bears mentioning again. The last, I mean, the, the, the last bit of that game is going to leave so it's it's a fucking gut punch from hell but it also leaves a large amount of questions that that trailer did not answer at mm-hmm. all neither one of those trailers did so i can't wait to get in that game and be like oh here's that thing or oh here's these people or oh oh there's that place you know yeah it's and it's rough because of how good that game was you know a lot of people have been nervous about the sequel um, yeah, you know, is it going to do it justice? And I, it looks like it will. Um, I actually had somebody at my work uh, yesterday tell me they the rumor had got around the or not rumor, but it were got around uh, my own workplace that I had a podcast and they were we were talking about it, blah blah blah, <laughs> and it got out that I had been playing Last of Us. I didn't realize how many of my my employees and fellow co-workers had played this game and uh one of them approached me he's like what which which version did you get man i was like i had the i got the remastered version he goes let me tell you man i i, I still play the ps3 version to this day i was like yeah because I, I it's still that good you know the mm-hmm. remastered is just a polished version true enough but it's still a playstation 3 game mm-hmm. you know it's 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 still good it's still got its yeah. time so that's uh that's really all I had for the well actually. I felt kind of bad that I took all those notes and didn't mention them. So I'm going to go ahead and get that out of the way. Um I guess as well unless unless either one of you got well actually. I don't think so cuz we typically produce perfection around here. Mm-hmm. I guess I can roll into my weeks or my week. It's only been <laughs> one this time, thankfully. Barely. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um so I've still been trudging through. I say that that let me just redact that completely. I've still been 
uh, plowing through my Steam library. I've still been going through my Explore, uh, finding new games. I will totally admit uh, most of this experience has kind of died down because most of the hey, I'm a Steam uh, brain that knows what you want to play and I am feeding you like nine of these at a time has whittled down to about one every 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And even most of those, like one will go to my wish list, one will be cheap enough for me to buy. So that's my buying has really tapered down. It's almost like I'm only spending like maybe five or ten bucks at the most. But I've pretty much built out what I want. For for those that are listening right now, as of this recording, when it gets released, you've probably only got about a day, maybe even hours left before the Steam sale ends. Uh, I think it ends June 5th this year. So if you haven't, July get 5th. out there and... July 5th, yeah, sorry. If you haven't, get out there and get your Steam sale on. It's still it's still going. Um, I, I, I've been going down the list. Again, I don't want to go over every single game, but I have been slowly creeping down the list and at least trying all the games that I bought uh, just to get general feels. There, may, there are big points that I'm looking for before it comes to I don't like this game slash I want a refund status. More on that in a second. But two of the main things are... Uh, does this, does this thing offer any way, uh, either, does it offer windowed support or not? Or is it always full screen? Does it have a workaround? But main, most important, does this thing offer full controller support? Uh, luckily, the way, this is something I didn't realize again till later after researching is that most of that stuff is tailored out in the actual Steam games page. Usually it'll have a section to tell you this has moderate controller support, full support. Some of them even list a li- uh, have a list of uh, supported controllers, period. Uh, I'm using an Xbox One wireless controller, so that is a prime important thing for me. Uh, usually when the games, I've been noticing the games that have 360 support also support Xbox One, but even that's been kind of hit or miss. Uh, it's... I've I've tested like 20, 25, 30 something games by now. Again, I I don't have time to go over every one of them. I I'm going to go over more in detail when I actually break down and play those games. Mm-hmm. Uh the two that I worked on recently, uh last episode I mentioned I was working on uh basically an 8-bit version of a game that's already out called Ghost. Uh, uh from what I saw from the trailer of that game, that's basically like a Metroidvania style platformer uh the graphics kind of the style of the character itself was kind of meh for me and given the price i didn't even put it on my wish list yet but the but the uh the game that i did buy and play was is called mini ghost is basically like a nes mini like toned down version of that game which is even crazy to think here is a steam game that has a mini meta 8-bit game that's it's crazy but I did play through that. I did beat it. Had fun. Cool beans. Worked my way down the list to uh, Omega Strike, which is this is also a platformer Metroidvania game. I've been I've been surprise, in a really, really yeah really big Metroidvania <laughs> kick lately. Which I mean, hey, that's that's I mean RPG and what Metroidvania. That's that's two of my that's two of my go tos right there. Mm-hmm. And this game is. Part Contra, part Metroidvania, part Metal Slug. That's the best way I can put it. Uh, it's it's got a it's got a pretty well fleshed out map. It has a weapon upgrading system. There are three individual characters, and they all have their own unique sets 
or they all have their own unique abilities. You have the the one guy, the the first character who is a machine gun toting. Uh, he he can as he upgrades his abilities, he can do certain things like rolling and grabbing onto rails to climb across pits and whatnot. Uh, the second guy is the big is the big bully kind of guy. He's got a grenade launcher that arcs grenades and uh, shoots grenades in an arc instead of straight forward. Uh, he can also push uh, big blocks out of the way for accessibility. The third guy has a shotgun, so massive damage but short range, and he gets the ability to dash over pits later in the game. You, it's, I think I put a total of eight, I think eight point something, nine hours total to beat this game, and that was I, not really blasting through it. I did kind of go back a few times and go grab some more items and whatnot, but I mean, I, I, I'm guessing I paid like two bucks for this game and I got ten hours of gameplay out of it. Cool. Good for me. Had fun with it, moved on with life. I think I got like 98% of that game too, so not incredibly hard, by the way. Neither is Mini Ghosts. That's something else about these games. They're not like, if you're not in the mood for an incredibly hard game, those two were not. I just kind of went through them. Uh, kept going down the list, trying out games. Uh, the game that I have kind of settled on right now uh is uh Tales and Symphonia which nice. the first what? yeah the first time that I played this game was probably a decade ago and or maybe a little less I can I can't fucking remember but the, the reason why I turned this game down I bought this game for the GameCube and turned it back in and I remember not liking it because it was Japanese anime looking but I did not like the voice acting I could not get over the voice acting, and I bet money right now if I go buy that game again on the GameCube and pop it in, there's a fucking option to turn Japanese language <laughs> on. I either didn't do it, or the voice acting pissed me off that much, and I just took it out. I have no mm-hmm. excuse for why I didn't play it back in the day, but I i mean, I, as we were preparing to record tonight, the last two hours I w- I've been playing that. I haven't made it anywhere at all. I've been uh, doing a lot of little uh, story extra things, doing a little bit of battling before I get to the main story, uh, trying out settings and whatnot. It's, it's, I, I like the look of this game, and I definitely like the sound of it now that I've changed the voice to Japanese dialogue. Whew, thank God. Nice. The uh, the combat, man, I like it because it's got a it's got a it's a 3D mix of uh, what we talked about before with Tales of Destiny because it's a, a it's a Tales game, so it's got that it's sort of got that side scrolling combat, but it's set in a 3D environment, yeah. so you can transition between enemies around the field. Really, maybe think of Grandia as well, which is all the way up my alley. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if this game, we'll see if the story keeps gripping me. We'll see if the gameplay and all that keeps me going. Uh, if not, good God, I've got a shit ton of more games on Steam <laughs> to go through. Um, I have added some more to my uh, refund list. Uh, I've refunded about four games or put in to get four games refunded. I think we actually have a topic on uh, game refunds in the future, so mm-hmm. this kind of a little bit before that but um nothing huge nothing horrible uh i think chris you said what i bought like 97 games i don't fucking know uh, i bought a shit like ton of games 63 i think S- something like that yeah um 
I have only put one for a refund because I literally did not like it. It's one of those games that the trailer got me really good, but the gameplay was, it just didn't feel right. It's not what I wanted. And I can't remember because it's already refunded and it's out of my list. Uh, I'd have to go look it up. I'm so sorry, folks. It's, this may not be a game for me, but it may be for, for other people. Uh, it was a first person kind of world parkour type of game. Think, uh, Mirror's Edge, but more of a robot look to it. It just, the gameplay just didn't appeal to me. Uh, the other three games were literally control issues. Uh, it was just, they just, they did not have Xbox, they didn't have controller support, period. Which, again, I should have known that beforehand. I know now, so I know where to look for that, but I didn't, and I bought those just just fucking throwing shit in my car, just buying shit and buying shit. Uh, and I do know as well, I mean, duh, there's j- just because something says no controller support at this day and age really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. You can make anything work on anything on the computer. I know there's X input and uh, gamepad and you name it. There's yeah. ways to make it work. Even but Steam has options to map controller buttons right. to keys on a keyboard. Right. So... It's just, it's more of a matter of, I just didn't want to deal with it. Uh, if I spend too much time trying to figure out if it has it and then what I need, what patch I need to do to get all that, I just send them back. The two main, the two sad, uh, tales of that is, uh, Sonic, I think Sonic the Hedgehog 4, episode one and two, no controller support. And that, that really That's upset me. That's Sonic didn't odd. have controller support. Yeah, which fucking sucks Sonic, Sonic Adventure Two, Sonic CD, Sonic Generations, and even Sonic Mania. All of those have controller support. Well, that just makes Hedgehog, fucking sense. Yeah, Hedgehog One and Two did not. And again, when I spend more than twenty twenty five minutes looking for something some way around, it's like, yeah, just get X pad or get X pad or what? I like, no, no, I'm done. So, uh, but again, given all the games that I have, again, I still have like 30-something games I haven't even tried yet. I'm working my way down the list and just trying games and trying games and trying games. And I'm I'm still overwhelmingly happy with, with everything that's been going on recently. I'm sure that will fade. My library will slowly come to a halt and or games will not be that great or whatever, but... Uh, I'm enjoying the like 50 bucks I've spent with all the games I've got out of this nonsense. Um, haven't really been watching any movies lately. Um, nothing, nothing really else been going on. Most of those, most of those games have taken up most of my time. Uh, aside from again, trying games for like maybe 10 minutes a pop just to make sure they work, just to see if I like them, just to see what they are. Uh, aside from that one, everything else has been either, huh, that's okay, to wow, that's good, to oh man, I got, what did I spend on this? Three bucks? Oh shit, this was a deal. So, good times for me, good times for me. Uh, Adam, what you been up to this week? Oh man, I got a lot of different things I've been doing. Uh, oh. Gave in and bought that our guest game that I was telling you about last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a, if you took Final Fantasy Tactics and put it in a visual novel style, but it has Suicoden type unite attacks. Ooh. So it's really, really weird. It's kind of a I'm not I'm not quite sure where I put it yet. 
I mean, I've gotten a couple of I've gotten a couple of hours in, and so far it looks pretty good. It's just you know, I'm, right now I'm I'm still in that like, you know, ama- looking at amazement down at the the complete battle system and not exactly knowing what the fuck everything does. What is it called again? Our guest, Generations Our of guest. War. Gotcha. It's got three games in the series, and I'm looking forward to it. It's just wow, you know. Mm-hmm. So right now I'm trying to figure out how everything works and what I should be statting out and what I shouldn't be and oh yeah, but so far the story hasn't been bad. Story has kind of started off like every other kind of, I guess spoilers for the first two hours if you want if you're really interested in it. Um, mm-hmm. so far I found I immediate I was in I realized I was in an army unit. We were invading some country, and then I immediately defected to try to save this elf girl, and then we went and met her grandpa, and now we're leaving. Hmm. And that was probably about six battles in. So, more to come on this game. Still got to, like I said, I still haven't completely mastered the battle system yet. It's just, I've been going back and forth, kind of playing around with different options and stuff like that. It's got yeah. a lot of, it's got, it's kind of like got that Xenogears feel to it when, you know, you pull off a move and it's, you know, it, the world kind of fades away and you just watch the, your character beat the living crap out of an enemy. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like he hits him like 16 times, knocks him up into the air and then body slams him. Yeah. It's got that kind of a feel. And speak, Where, what's is up? this a Steam game? Yeah. It's a Steam yeah. game. You can get the entire series for fifteen bucks. And it's called Our Guest. A R A G E S T S. Argrest or something like that. Oh, because I'm literally looking up Our Guest. Our Guest. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like yep. no wonder I'm getting nothing but Beauty and the Beast references across Google. <laughs> be our guest. Be our guest. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Xeno Gears, guess what? I started playing again. World of Warcraft. That's right, World of Warcraft. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But I did start it. pushing that button because I know it's coming. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm sitting there like, man, I'm, I keep trying to find other games. Like, I'm going to just jam this far guest into my veins instead of WoW and see how that does. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's kind of okay, but it's not doing it. And see... That it that puts you, and this happens to all three. It happens to everybody. I know it does. It puts you in such a weird moment because you've got this game that, especially with a game like World of Warcraft, something you've already put countless hours into, and you know at a barest minimum, you know you're going to enjoy it. It's there in the back of your head. So as you're playing anything else, anything else kind of has a stature to live up to. You yep. don't realize it, but subconsciously your brain is going, you better fucking grab me and hold me. Because if I start waning, World of Warcraft's going to be like, hey, buddy, why don't you come? You know, the you thing is that you, you know that fucking any MMO is just an abusive relationship. Yes. Because <laughs> it's going to straight up be like, yeah, I don't like you seeing other games. Yeah. You just stay I your mean, ass it, at home and wash the dishes because you got fucking it, levels to grind and shit, boy. I f- it, I feel that that's not just for World of Warcraft either, or any MMO. That's period. Like, if you just have 
whatever your situation is and you know you have like these two or three games in your backlog that are there and you're like i got to get to i don't know fucking persona 5 i've got to get to that game and you're like all right not ready for a 300 hour rpg just yet let me go let me go try this 20 hour steam game and two hours in you're like all right it's okay it's mean it's okay and you're like fuck it come on persona let's go let's go and the other game is like wait mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing sorry, is, is that a, with any mmo sorry, I'm not a five out of five with any mmo it's gonna be like yeah guess what i don't stop yep i got updated yep. you just that you thought you were done you were almost done welcome to this expansion <laughs> god man so Right, yeah, right now I've got this uh this entire series of games that I'm trying to see if I can I can get into. Just started Xenogears, which I know I'll get into. Oh yeah. And I, I, my god, I started a new anime. I, I just finished one anime, just started a new one. Oh yeah. I'm just anything, anything to keep my mind away from Blizzard. <laughs> You're fighting this battle. I know you <laughs> I'm are. Like, yep, nope, no. Because so, you know, once you tip, yep. once Kratos puts that second foot over the ledge, it falls over, you're done. There's going to be that second where I go, alright, what's going on with the WoW expansion right now? And my hand just idly goes from my wallet. <laughs> my, oh, no. no! No, stop! Stop! Don't confirm and the purchase! every game... Every game after that that me and Chris try to try to put to you, it's like yeah, I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll play it someday. So you doing like, it? Yeah, so you doing this week, exactly. Adam? I was playing WoW. You dope shit. What the fuck do you think we I was exactly doing? Exactly what you mean. Oh Isn't yeah, that what sounds, happened sounds with Witcher? Like a... Yep, I think so. Yeah, Witcher is oh man, it's so good, <laughs> so good. Yeah, Chris is supposed to be playing Witcher three at some point. I mean, I started I this, but yeah. Man, let me tell you, y'all, y'all, I'll let I'll let our podcast listeners in on a little secret. I was I was I was trying to teach old Mike here about Witcher, right? And okay, I was trying to, and he came up to me at work, and he's like, "Man, you know, I don't I don't really like I didn't like the first game, but I tried the I tried the third game. It was really good. It's really good. I mean, you know, there's some, I have some issues with it, but it's pretty, it's really good so far. And I was like. Uh-huh. What, what's your issue, man? What's your? It's like I can't find any healing items. It's like you can only you could only just like drink water and stuff. And I was like, this is why this is why like I wish they had had like a better tutorial system. Yes, but at the same time, they're like, this is a third game. You're supposed to know this shit by now. Yeah. So they yeah. just kind of took it for granted that everybody knew that you had to like make the potions and then use the mm-hmm. potions in battle. Mm-hmm. He was he had been hawking down water to regen himself. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I, mean I, I I have this mental picture of you standing there for like thirty minutes drinking water <laughs> after like every encounter. It's like, man, you know this game's really good. <sighs> so to be fair, take five I'm minutes. a hoarder. So I don't want to use my potions. I want to save them for when I really need them. So I absolutely do that. I'll sit there and oh drink God. water and eat whatever the, whatever food I have the most of. I'll use some of that you know uh, they instead stack, of dipping right? into my what? They stack. Yeah, I know, but just so I don't run so out you of something eat some in particular. Food and take your potion, and you'll regen just a little bit faster. 
Yeah, yeah that but, was some, that's but, something but, else that I didn't learn until later. The potions take more effort. The, if you're selling yeah. the, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 if you're selling the, the equipment and stuff that you're finding, like the swords and stuff like that, then you'll probably have enough money to buy enough alcohol to keep yourself well into the potions. If you're like <laughs> me and you just pick every flower you come across, you'll you'll I have enough alcohol, base alcohol, to craft potions for days. I, I don't want to totally encroach on your week, Adam, but I, I was just thinking today of another time that something like this happened. Uh, this is hap- this this is not something new for me. If every gamer in life that we're that are listening to us right now, and including you two, just goes through every game and you just learn shit automatically and you never have surprises, cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But this is not the first time this has happened to me. It's happened on many, many occasions, but <laughs> another time that it was gravely fucking important and a huge deal, literally a game changer for me that took a game that was at the time like a two or a three because I was buying into the negative hype to a fucking 11 out of 10 was Dark Souls. The first time that I was in the Undead Berg, I believe it was the Undead Berg, and I was the first up until this point, I had been like hounded by one to three enemies at the same time and was doing OK. I was doing OK handling myself with the combat. And this is on a quote unquote correct first path, by the way. So I was going where I was supposed to go. I get one enemy. I take them down. I get one to two enemies, two to three, take them all down. I come across. I get to a bonfire and backtrack and come across these two skeletons that have spears. I believe they have I believe they both have spears or maybe one was a spear. and One was a sword and they had shields that was the important part and i was i'm talking hours i was getting so fucking pissed off at the game and at myself because i could not i'm like i'm at the beginning of this fucking game and i can't kill two skeletons in the be- what is obviously the beginning fucking area of this game this cannot be this hard i'm not this bad at fucking games i went back to these two for like like 30 or 40 times i would try rolling around one and stabbing that one in the back and the other one would fucking shank me through the neck or i'd get handled but they would do the thing where they would fucking rapidly attack you like nine different times in a row and i just die and i just Mm -hmm. kept dying over and over and over I cannot tell. I I would break boxes and go down the stairs and try to lure them down one by one. If that wasn't working, like every stupid thing that I was trying was not working on these two basic bear bitch enemies of the game. <laughs> and then somehow, I, I would like to be poetic about it and think that it was me being a little fucking spoiled whiny kid and just throwing a tantrum and just going yeah, just hitting all the buttons at one time. But I kicked one of the skeletons. I kicked him. And he went, whoa! And his fucking shield flew backwards and his <laughs> and his poise got knocked off. And I was right. like... And he stood there wide open. My God in fucking heaven. And then I fucking dominated. And then every other shield enemy from that point on. And then I realized, I think, I can't remember, if, I think Adam, I think you brought it up when I told you about this. You were like, man, they teach you that at the beginning of the game. They literally tell you that move as well as like the the 12 other basic moves you need to know within the first minute of the game. I was like, Shh, this game is so good. Oh, I love it. Bare I, basic I remember thing. the conversation to get you to try the damn game. 
no, you're like, man. yeah, no, man, this, this sounds like garbage. And I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Because I, I hadn't played Dark Souls. I had played Demon Souls, the very first yeah. one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of... It's kind of like, you know, you walk into a room and you get fucking stabbed in the eye. And so then you, you get, go play it again. And instead of getting stabbed in the eye, this time you duck left and you step on a landmine. <laughs> so next yeah. time you, you dodge to the left, but avoid the landmine, do a roll to avoid the arrows, you know. So you were, you, you were fighting a rough battle because I was completely buying into the, this is artificial difficulty, the game. I would see 10,000 people screaming, this game is engineered so good and the gameplay is so good. And I saw another 10,000 people saying, this game is fucking stupid. All it is is you die and her, 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 and it's, it's guess and check and let's try this stupid shit out. And then I went and played it and was like, y'all are fucking retarded. There's a method this to it. This game is a, this is a master class of combat. Yep. If you, if you, and he, and this, I will never be able to sum it up more eloquently than this. In Demon Souls, they had a glaring flaw with the magic system that they rectified later on in Dark Souls and throughout the series. In Demon Souls, it, it wasn't much easier for mages, but it was a lot easier in some ways. You didn't, you don't have to get close to somebody if you pick a mage. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. have to learn how to how to juke and jive and avoid. You know, you're rolling really slow. You're doing a fat roll everywhere, and you're, you know, you're trying to stay up in people's faces because that's the only way you can do damage. My friend made a mage. Got to a party. Got stuck on, and. Oh man! Every every time he'd come in there, I'd just be like, "Hey, you just back up and hit him with the fireball or whatever." <laughs> so, mm-hmm. This is my solution to everything if I've got it, you know. So uh, I remember one time he got invaded. He got invaded, and it was like two or three of those little red guys came out, and he he managed to like avoid them at just you know in just enough fashion to be like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna you know give the controller to adam see if he can handle these guys because he knew he knew what was going on he knew i would be able to dodge them and all this kind of stuff the first guy came running up and this is like big he's got like into the game gear on he's got the big mirror shield you get off that one boss that does like Mm -hmm. stops like 60 percent of uh i want to say it was there were two types of damage there's fire and there's arcane i can't remember which one it negated but I intentionally chose the opposite one. Mm-hmm. And I said, yep, all right. Let me swap my gear real quick. And I got this wand that like doubled your magic power. And I got this other thing that like halved your mana, but it added all the mana it took in to your magic power, which then mm-hmm. got doubled. And I proceeded to like hit him and like nearly one shot him. At which point, at which point, that was like straight through his shield. He put his shield up and then he realized that he had done fucked up. <laughs> it was like, this was a situation where you should have dodged, buddy. Yep. And, uh, so the other one comes up and I do like this little sidestep over to the left as he like, he does like the running charge attack, but he doesn't realize that I'm like the only mage in the game that knows how to dodge. <laughs> so I do like this little sidestep. I'm like, oh, nope, and buck him right in the back with my shotgun fucking my shotgun <laughs> wand of doom. It was just like sh- sh- boom, and I imagine him. He just he stumbles forward dead, 
At which point the other one begins to just immediately like in complete like runaway mode. It's it's totally like that fucking meme that you see from uh I I think it's JoJo where so the guy runs up to Adam and Adam just fucking dips around him and he goes, Nani, boom <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of those little uh, yeah. Spots on the anime where you got like teleports behind him, and he's like, yep. "Hey, buddy, how's it going?" Dead. I'm so sorry to take over your week like that, Adam. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Other than the uh, the beginning of Xeno Gears, I mean, you know, I ground out the initial uh, village all the way, and I'm in the uh, woods now. Mm-hmm. Haven't met a uh, Saiten yet for the second time. But Xeno Gears did come across my mind this week, and it's. Uh, I know you're gonna say no. It's gonna be interesting to hear what Chris says. But I was, I was because I'm in, a, and I'm. I, I think I'm slowly getting back into another RPG mode. Maybe the maybe this Tales of Symphonia game will grab me. But I was thinking about playing Xeno Gears again since I really haven't played that game in like ten, fifteen years. But I was also thinking about, I don't know why I've got this on my head. I really don't know. Maybe it's to finally settle in my head and maybe actual take notes and put on paper real reasons why I don't like it. Because, again, I haven't played this game since I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I don't think I played it again in my 20s and in my 30s. Damn. I was thinking about working through Final Fantasy VIII. I was thinking oh, about Oh, God, it. you should just fling that shit right the hell on out. <laughs> <laughs> because Just take that trash and get it to, you're like should i should i eat this like cheesecake or this pile of dog shit i'm, I'm just gonna i'm torn on, i'm gonna put this on record now that way whether i do or don't i can at least get this part off of my chest i have played through final fantasy 8 twice in my life i know through high school i played final fantasy 8 twice i don't think it was back to back but I do remember playing through it twice. Now, seven, I played through like eight, nine times. I don't fucking know. A couple of those were just for fucking like playing 100% in Master Material and all that. But eight, only played twice. And I feel like I have not only to follow what you say, but I feel like I have joined the bandwagon of people that say that Final Fantasy VIII is bad. But when you, Adam, or you, Chris, or anybody else confronts me and says, okay, then tell me why it's bad, I go, I mean, I didn't, the story I didn't understand. Well, play through it again. Maybe you will. Okay, well, I also didn't like the way that you gained magic in the game. Okay, well, that's one fucking thing. Like, you, I treat this. It is. If you don't like the battle system, it's kind of a hard hill to get Well, no, 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 no. I I don't know if, I don't remember if I don't like the battle system. I know that I don't like. The draw system. The The draw system, system, exactly. Yeah. Not the junction, the the draw. Not the junction, the draw. Yeah, but I Mm. I didn't like the thing of having to go around the world and siphon magic and you can Mm -hmm. use it. But those two reasons can't be enough. I mean, for God's sakes, I didn't understand the Final Fantasy Tactics story. You can't even even use items until you junction it through a Guardian Force, I believe. Maybe. I don't don't remember. Yeah, that that was one thing that pissed me off about it. One reason... That it kind of irritated me is because you had to you had to level everything up because at the very beginning of the game you couldn't even you could only attack that was literally the only option you had mm-hmm. attack yeah. attack 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 you couldn't use items defend anything else that is kind of a staple of any other RPG system so it was more invasive than other RPG systems because it didn't even you know if there, there's no other option than to to attack if you don't do your shit right. 
Now, I'm looking at this release date of February 11th, 1999. Uh, I don't even, I can't even see, I'm trying to find out if that's USA or not. This might have been a dual release. I want to say it came out in 98, but Development began in 97. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's like, it just shows 1999 as a release date. So I'm Mm. guessing it was a dual release that we were, we were approaching that time where, uh, games are coming out simultaneously. But either way, if I'm looking at that date, I know for a fact I didn't have that game on release, but two to three, four months afterward, I could see that. So sometime between February 11th, 1999 and fucking May of 2000, I ran through that game twice. However, even that being said, that's that's still approaching fucking two decades ago. So I don't I don't remember. And I just don't feel like me saying I didn't understand the story is a good enough reason. There there are lots of games that had convoluted Xenogears is a prime fucking example. Granted, I've had to have Adam explain it to me like sixty two times. <laughs> And I still only feel like I have a cursory understanding of that game, but that's not good enough. I, 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 I feel like I need, I think I need to give Final Fantasy VIII and IX another go around in this age and, and, and put it on podcast form as well. Spend about 15, 20 minutes. Okay, guys, this is the fuck it. This is why. Because right now, all I can go on is, I don't know. I played it two decades ago. I just didn't like it. That's. I could tell I you. Think- I, I, I have some personal reasons for not liking it. Oh, I know. I got I called know. a liar after I beat the game at level 13. <laughs> now everybody's like, it's a personal thing to get as low of a level as you can. I beat yeah. that game at level 13 on my first playthrough. You know why? Because I didn't like the combat, so I ran away from every random encounter I could. And see, even oh, even, with, even with 8, 9 yeah. for me is, is the same way. Like, I... I was always middle ground about nine. I know you didn't care for it, uh, Chris. I don't. I don't remember. Have you played through nine? Do so you, do you like it? I played through nine, but didn't beat it. I got to the final boss, got my ass kicked, and did not feel like grinding. I got one less so? step than you. <laughs> I got one. I got to the save right before the final boss, and just said "fuck it" and left. <laughs> never picked up nope. the game again. The main memory that I have about nine is one the 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 Alexander scene where the castle grows wings that that's fucking wallpaper material, and two to the even back then uh Kuja's castle theme has the violin and the piano. I love that fucking track i I mean I remember the character Zidane, I remember Queena, and I remember like I remember the Steiner and the characters, but most of the story I have forgotten and don't remember, but as a whole i cannot with a straight face say i don't like final fantasy 9 i don't remember enough of it to give it a fair shake it 9 was always middle ground for me i think mm-hmm. if anything 9 i think 9 developed into a disappointment for me because i was promised i think we were all promised that with final fantasy 9 that was supposed to be a call back to classic final fantasy that was a draw that I remember either reading it in magazines or even just looking at the artwork and the gameplay uh, or the, the screenshots. Oh, okay, they're going back to classic Final Fantasy. They're going back to the old school visuals and the fantasy theme. And then when I played through it, it's like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of fantasy-y, but eh, not, not good enough. 
So I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'm ever going to do that or when I'm going to do it, but I, I just figured at least I could put it on the podcast. I'm seriously debating going through eight and nine again. And if anything, just fucking going through them completely and drawing out actual reasons why I, a Final Fantasy fan or, or once Final Fantasy fan, do not like those games. I would say City Code 3 deserves a replay more than fucking Final Fantasy 8 does. Oh man! Yeah, I'm taking it there, taking it there, man. <sighs> you didn't Adam, even completely finish you. it. I, yeah, but if I can blow through that much of Sweet Code three and not remember a damn thing about it, yeah, would that I? means you. That means you need to play it again because you weren't. Sweet Code one and two are the Metal Gear Solid of the Sweet Code franchise. Stick with those two, and you need nothing else. <laughs> until you, Chris. until you realize that at one point. Luke was the first and final boss of the series. Spoiler. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Super spoilers. Chris, yeah. how now now that I have taken fucking four hours of his week away, how yeah, I don't even get to finish my week. You oh, bastard. I'm sorry. I thought, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Bastard. I thought, that's what you get. Spoiler. <laughs> That's what you get. He's like, let me take all your time and then move to Chris. I bet you think Clive is a cool character too, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he is actually. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So anyway, I've I've been going back through Xeno Gears. I made sure to grind out the first two death blows for every single character. I will... Yeah, you, know, you know what? I'm just gonna stop right there. We're just we're just derail it right there. <laughs> it's gonna be careers, interesting. Right? It's gonna be interesting to see if you tr- try to pay attention as you're playing through this again and see if there's anything new you discover about this game. Because I feel like of the three of us, and maybe even anybody in a 200 mile radius, you have a solid grasp of the plot and story in that game. It's, it'll be interesting to see now that you've played. When, when is the last time you played Xeno Gears? Uh, like last week? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was actually a couple hours ago. Um, oh, God. Let's see. Before that, I ran back through it on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Right when it came out for the PS3. So if you can figure out when it... Actually, I don't think it came out for the PS3. I'm pretty sure I just used my disc. Maybe you got it on PSN. Maybe you got it on the on the network. I was thinking. I was thinking that I got it on PSN, but I, I have the physical disc. Yeah. So, and I'm not sure if it ever did come out on PSN. But it was around yeah, that time. It says I it was say re-released it on the PS1 in 2011. So maybe then. Yeah, maybe maybe sometime around then. So it's been a couple Either of years. Way. Either way, it, it, it's, it'd be nice to hear anything like, oh, man, I didn't know this about the story, or I didn't know this mechanic, or I didn't Right now, I'm getting before. a whole lot of, oh, yeah, I, I remember that shit. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, I, I forgot, like, the little part where you jump down the well in the very beginning. Um, you jump down I, the well, and he's like, oh, God. Whoop. And he's, like, stuck down there for a minute until you find out he can <laughs> jump out. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be awesome. It's already been cool. awesome. I got to that first cutscene and I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. yes." And Nicholas starts swinging. Yep, and I'm already lost. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> or I'm filled with questions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you are you seriously done? Like, yeah, I don't yeah. Cut you, your week you, off you can all. go on, man. It, yeah, the <laughs> other right. part was just uh, 
finally saw the uh, the last episode of the third season of Tokyo Ghoul, which was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. That came out, or it got translated here recently, and then I'm going to start a new one, I think, here soon. I'm not sure what to think of it. It's going to be... It's gonna be pretty cool. I forget the name of it, but I I found it just a couple of hours ago. I was like, "Yep, okay, that's the one I'm gonna play." So it's sitting on my TV right now, ready, to, ready to go as soon as we're done here. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be my new thing for the cool. next 24 episodes, I suppose. Yeah, Chris, how's yeah. your week been? So before I get into games and stuff. Uh-oh. I wish people would stop causing me to have to reset my passwords um, on Man, gaming you ain't stuff. Lying, Jesus! Damn, Origin contacted me six times yesterday uh, while I was asleep. Hey, you should like I don't even fucking use Origin, Dick. Yeah. Somebody did. Yeah, for me it was uh, you play. It's like, oh, oh hey, we reset your password, and I even have. Uh, no, you know what? Yeah, it was you play. I even have two-factor authentication on, so nobody's getting in it anyway. But they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we reset your password, so you need to go in and change it. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Because um, I hadn't done it in a while. I got the email like a week ago, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'll do it when I need the account. And I got, I was cleaning up emails. I was like, all right, I should go do this so I can archive the email and be done with it. So I did that. Within like six hours, I got another notification. Fuck. Jesus. I'm like, do they okay. not have like an authenticator or something like that? I do. I do. That's why they're resetting it because people are failing to get in. Wow. They just keep trying over and over. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I'm bas- I have the email in my mailbox. So when I need you play, I'll go reset it again. Um, oh, no. I know why I reset it. I finally reset it because I was signing up for all the betas they have, uh, you can sign up for the closed betas. Um, and that, I was on there for that when all this crap started happening. Um, and it got locked again. And mm. then I got my Rockstar account for GTA 5. Someone logged into that, reset the email on it. And so I had to go in. I woke up and I had the email from Rockstar going, hey, the email address on your account was changed. And I was like, I didn't do that. They have a link in there. You click it and it recovers it for you. And you reset your password. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, but man, this is ridiculous. I'm not gaming related, but my eBay account's like that. I uh, reactivated it um, long enough to buy some games on it. And then within like 48 hours, I got the email going, hey, we know suspicious activity, you know, with your account. I was like, okay, good for you. I'll reset it when I need it again like I did last pretty, time. Because pretty sure your employer is selling your information to like the Russians or something. So, the, which yes, there was it kept telling me Russian. It was like we your shit was logged in from an unlocation mm-hmm. here, Russia. Every time was Russia. Yeah, I'm trying to see if I actually had the email. The I think first I stage of the invasion. But it was a ridiculous email address to change it to. It was had a little bit of irony to it. It was like 
uh, safe and secure or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that fits with someone. It's basically an account reselling site or something like that. Uh, yeah. But um, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, the eBay one had actually – oh, okay, never mind. Uh, talking about employer and stuff. So funny thing is, you know all those spillages the DOD had oh, several years ago where this like millions of uh, socials and stuff were uh, lost on, you know, some laptop or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I was in there for that one and like three other DOD related ones. So... Oh, wow. My email addresses for government and personal were exposed. My social probably was too. Um, if I look, um, like on my credit report, uh, I use Credit Karma, and they actually go out and look at these spillage type things. You know where accounts are being sold on the you know dark web and stuff, and actually mm-hmm. look and try to track down things. I have like eight breaches that my information's been Jeez. spilled on. Um, wow. so it's, I'm, I'm fortunate <laughs> that I haven't had any issues. Um, hmm. so far, I don't think I've ever had anything I had to actually contest. Um, I think anything that may have popped up was caught before it ever happened, um, type stuff. Um, that's good. It's yeah. So I, I'm not surprised in the least when I get an email saying, Hey, you need to go reset your password or something because yeah. I'm screwed. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I've been getting recently. I don't know if you two haven't, or if any of our audience have. I, I hope somebody else out there is experiencing this fucking pain that I'm going through. I'm getting like spam calls and spam texts daily, daily. I have literally had to go get an app now that block. I block. This is kind of sad because anybody that needs to get a hold of me can't. But if I don't have your number saved in my phone, you can't contact me. Mm-hmm. It just drops calls. I've actually got it set now to where it will at least post the phone number for me. Yeah. But if anybody has to get a hold of me, like you better Facebook me or or something because your your call does not get through and I don't know your number. Yeah. But I will look through that log and I will get like seven to 12 phone calls a day from random numbers half of which are local half of which are not and i'll get text messages with gibberish words or it'll have some word that relates to me somehow like a city nearby or something and i i I, like i can't I can't fuck it. There's no way around this. There's there there's no there's nothing for me to do but block calls. Mm-hmm. It's almost gotten to the point where I want to uh, change my phone number. Like it's literally gotten that bad. I just haven't done it yet. So yeah, I mean I've had the same number for so long. I'm not changing because of idiots. What I we talked about this before, where you were getting and we were both getting these calls where our numbers were spoofed, calling someone else. So then people start calling back. Um, and it's always, for me, numbers that are down there. Uh, and Because, uh, you know, local number or whatever. They just use something yeah. that's similar. Um, yeah. So I don't even acknowledge calls that come from the area code down there anymore. Yeah. I just ignore them because all, everybody down there that's going to contact me, I either have their number or they're on Facebook. 
There's not a single yeah. person that I would expect to contact me from that area code down there, so I just ignore it. Um, it put it puts me in kind of a weird state for some things. Like, I mean, granted, I still look for other employment now and again. I still look for other places to work, more pay, yada yada. And if any of those try to contact me by phone, I may not get it. And mm-hmm. I can't even, I even with this the way this app is set up now, where I see the phone number, I can't even look at that and go, oh, that's a local number because that's not the case at all. I have to literally type the phone right. number in Google, and it has to pull up. Oh yeah, that's this business calling you because they fucking they they spoof local numbers. I think I mean I believe we brought this up before, yeah. but. Yeah, they fucking spook local numbers and it'll be something where it'll be a, a message or they'll hang up and expect you to call back. And if you call back, it puts you on a list and uh, whatever. And I've called those numbers and it's been like, yeah, man, you're like the 20th person that's called me. I have not called anybody in like mm-hmm. days. So I don't know what's going on. And it's fucking yeah. bad. Like from calls to texts, my number is like spammed daily. And it's like there's no there's nothing. I can't I've tried the whole stop, you know, text stop to not get anything else. That mm. doesn't work. I think that increases the amount of shit that I get. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I, I can't rem- I can't block numbers because there's no one number to block. There's there's a different fucking number every time. And the the list of headaches go on. Yeah, I remember a long time ago, the advice, and this was mainly for emails, but it was to not even open them um, or, you know, hit their unsubscribe thing or not or whatever they have in there um, because mm-hmm. they will get a notification that you read the email and that will yeah. cause them to flag their system going, okay, this is a real person. This is a valid email. So send more. Um, yeah. I haven't really had an issue with that. My spam, <laughs> it's funny. I... I clear out my spam constantly as soon as I see, you know, a one next to thing in Gmail. But it's so funny waking up and seeing some of these spam emails. I'm like, oh, why do people man. still do this? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the one that's been cracking me up lately. It's always from the same name, Jasmine. And the <laughs> subject is, Techriz, stop sending me your pictures. Oh God, yes! It this could almost be an episode of just like letting our spam build up and just go through the fucking subject lines mm-hmm. because, oh man, uh, stop bothering me! Or hey, yeah. you, I haven't heard from you since yesterday. Or yeah, you know, stop sending me your pictures. And it's it's, it's and that's that's not even this is like the new age of them because the old age used to be hey you want some new viagra cialis 75 percent off blah 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 blah. that's like no they're trying to get personal now yeah oh it's like oh god who am i who am i and who am i uh offending you know what am i what am i doing wrong i need to fix this now it's just yeah it's been a constant thing anyway Mm -hmm. so getting back to my actual week other than restoring Mm -hmm. accounts over and over um I picked up one of the games I bought on Steam. Um, I, I mentioned last week I was trying to play some of the ones I bought uh, instead of letting them sit there like I normally do. I want to actually get some play in to justify, you know, spending the money on the games. Mm-hmm. So I picked up um, Lethus Path of Progress. Um, this is a, surprise, surprise, a city building type simulation game. Um, but it's different in that it is a uh, 
basically steampunk type game. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, and I, I spent two hours on it. I completed the tutorial. Um, when I finished the tutorial, I had a very strange feeling about the game. It, it's, I don't know 100% what it is, but the game feels really shallow. And I don't know if the campaign mode has a larger, you know, more content to it than the tutorial presented. But, I mean, the tutorial has stuff grayed out. It wasn't like stuff was actually missing from the bar, you know, with your options of buildings and whatnot, what you could do. Um, It just grayed them out so you couldn't do them until they wanted you as they were teaching you things. Yeah, Yeah. But if... If those are all that's in the game, it felt really inadequate. Um, hmm. So I, before I make a final decision on the game and just uninstall it, I will play through some of the campaign. Um, I haven't done it yet um, because I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of the MMO grind, uh, last week was an event called the Faction Rally. And I am terrible about these things, but you do certain objectives and you earn tokens because that's the stupid reputation system Destiny 2 has. Um, you earn these tokens and turn them. I talked about this for Iron Banner before. It's a similar thing, uh, except this one's even more tokens than Iron Banner is. Uh, Iron Banner is like level 30, which it's 20 tokens per level, so that's 600 tokens. Faction Rally, you... You don't have a cap, but the highest reward is at 50. So that's a thousand tokens. Um, I made it to 30 something. Um, and I. This is one of those things where I read about it and I was like, okay, I need to go do this to earn the tokens. And I go do it and I'm like, man, this is really slow. And I go back and read mm-hmm. and people are like, oh, I'm getting, you know, 100 tokens in an hour or more, you know? I'm like, I'm not getting a hundred. I'm getting like twenty. So it's one of the things where after the week is over and it's literally ended, I'm finally getting more explanation as I'm going to Reddit and reading more threads. Going, oh, these are the things, but I'm supposed to do in this order because then that like quadruples your output on tokens. I'm like, okay, and I didn't even read it uh, for part of it. I literally was just like okay i'm gonna go do this and i got 25 tokens for one thing i did i'm like that that's more than i get you know normally in an hour um i was like why did that happen so i did it again and i only got like 10 i'm like um what so it, it was one of those systems where the game doesn't tell you you know how you're supposed to earn these tokens other than do these types of events and you'll get tokens but there is a set pattern, you know, that you can follow and get, like I said, quadruple the output. Um, mm-hmm. So I found out pretty much in the last, you know, three hours or so. And I, I earned quite a bit um, when I started, you know, trying to do a pattern. And that's before I read about it. So after it ended, I started reading more and I was like, oh, yeah, I missed out. Um, but wow. I still spent a lot of time doing it. And it part of it was... I did part of the reason I didn't get as high as I wanted was because I was leveling my other characters. Um, I wasn't really focused on the faction rally for most of it. 
Um, mm-hmm. I got my Hunter, for those that are following along at home, my Hunter <laughs> went up from 365 to 369. Um, once you get over like 345, it goes really slow. Um, yeah. Three to five levels is pretty much all you're going to get in a week uh, in one character, or at least on your primary character, I'll say. Um, my Titan... I got from 336 to 363. You know, much bigger jump because weapons are shared. So my hunter already had the weapons. So my Titan basically just had to catch up on gear. And with the way the loot progresses, having the weapons, you know, sped it up probably 10, 20 times than what it took me on my hunter. Um, Thank God. And my warlock was even faster. My warlock actually surpassed my Titan. I went from 305 to 364. Um, Jesus. And that was literally, I think, like four hours to do that because the long part of getting them up is actually leveling them because I hadn't touched them on the DLC, so they're still level 20. And the way Destiny 2 works is you can't reach certain power levels until you're a certain character level, which is really stupid, but, you know, progression gating. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so once I hit level 30 on my Warlock, I could equip my same weapons as my Hunter. So I did that, boom, jumps me up to like 340 automatically. And then I can bump up the equipment and gradually get up there. And I say gradually, like I said, it's really quick. Um, so I reset was actually yesterday. So I'm currently working on doing all the milestones for the week. That's why I got my four levels on my hunter um and I, so my titan warlock may actually pass my hunt well it, it'll be pretty close it might not pass it but it'll probably tie them uh once i do those milestones um but i'm i'm close to the point where i can start toning down the destiny to play and then get back to other games um Aside from that, I've also been working again on my uh, Twitch chatbot, my RPG game. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've i been playing it, you know, in my own chat while I'm streaming and stuff. And even when I'm not, um, I'll do my fights and stuff to level up. And I had noticed that uh, I was running out of money. Um, and the way the game is balanced, I shouldn't really have to worry about it, you know, um, past a certain point. Uh, money becomes kind of a non-issue because you get gear drops and you can sell them and then buy the gear you want. You know, there's a whole process to it. But I was noticing I had pretty much no money. I couldn't afford any equipment. I was essentially a tier behind. Um, the The way the armor is structured and weapons are structured in the game is that Basically, every five levels is a tier. Um, mm-hmm. And within that tier, you have a piece of equipment for every slot and like 10 weapons to choose from. Um, all in all, I have nearly 800 pieces of equipment for the game. Um, and I was a tier behind, and that was starting to impact my fights. I was starting to lose more um, because I was statted out to where, you know, I could pretty much kill anything but because i was leveling up faster than i was equipping stuff i got behind that curve um and i started looking at my stuff and realized i had a bug 
um, where I hadn't marked the equipment as being droppable. Um, oh. Because I only, you know, being a little lazy, I only finished the process on gear up to like level 40, we'll say. Um, well, when I realized this bug, I was level 45. So I'd been going through five levels, which at this point isn't quick by any means. Um, I went through five levels of not getting any gear drops, and that's your big moneymaker. Jesus. Um, so I uh, realized that, and that kind of spurred me to open the game up and see what was going on on the back end. How much engagement have you? Or do you have a way to to like check and track engagement from like the the people that are in your chat? Yeah, nobody plays it right now. Uh, is um, is it available for others to play, or are they just yeah. not playing it? No, yeah, it's it's always up, even when I'm not streaming. As long as my internet uh, hasn't crapped out, it's available. Um, right. You know, and I have a leaderboard. Uh, I mean, by leaderboard, I mean I just it's an output of the database. All the character stuff is tracked in this database that I'm managing. Um, yeah. So, like, I know that you've never uh, even created a character on it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, our cousin, he he actually recently created his character. I was going to give him crap about it, too. Or I think I did give him crap about it at one point. Um, but he just did it, I think, two weeks ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Did, like, one fight in the game, and that's all he's done. Um, and that was mainly just because he was talking to me about something else at the same time. So he just went through the commands cause I was doing them. Um, cause that's what I do. I'll sit there and when I'm on a loading screen or something for a game like destiny Two, going into a mission or out of a mission, you know, waiting for the scoreboard to disappear to my next match of PVP or something. I'll just hit the command for, you know, to fight in my bot, uh, and let that happen and then go back to my game. So he popped in while I was doing that and ended up doing it, but. Yeah, it's more than I mean, I also don't typically have many viewers. I mean, my average is like one to three. So it's not like I have a large audience for it. Um, one of my old coworkers, he was playing it pretty routinely, uh, got up to level 11 after the reset I did. Um, and he kind of died off because life stuff took him away from the internet for a bit. Um, yeah, it's. It's a shame. Um, I would like to have more engagement, but I enjoy playing it. Um, I enjoy working on it. Uh, it gives me something to code and actually progress with my coding skills um, and my database skills and stuff like that. Um, cool. I'm getting more familiar with uh, Amazon Web Services, which is a huge thing. Um, and I actually... my. <laughs> My game runs a little slow right now because uh, the uh, connection to Amazon has that delay. Unlike, you know, when I'm pinging a database literally running on the same machine. So it's one of the things where I kind of need to, uh, I have to refine the code to make fewer calls to the database because I was pinging it for everything because it had no delay. Um, mm-hmm. literally, you know, like less than a tenth of a second to process, you know, I can go through 10 of those and I've only, you know, got a second delay and that's fine. Um, yeah. so I need to delay it, um, more, um, let's see, I'm trying to think of what all I did. Uh, I fixed that bug, but I also 
Um, I mean, it's a bug. It was really just getting the work done. I went ahead and mm-hmm. I, I tagged every piece of equipment. Um, so everything has a price now. Everything's technically available in the game for purchase and drop and equip, uh, being equipped. So all 760 items uh, or pieces of equipment are available um, up mm. to level 100. Um, I'm trying to think. I made some other tweaks to it to give more messages on the output to make it a little friendlier. Because um, it was one of the pieces of feedback I got in the past was that the uh, you get in a fight and then you die, but it doesn't tell you what kills you unless it was literally only enemy. Um, yeah, but there are ambushes where you get attacked by two or three, uh, enemies. And if the second one killed you, it'd be like, okay, you killed the first one and then you're done. It didn't tell you, well, you then died to this other one. So I fixed that, um, you know, kind of quality of life stuff. Um, that's been, that's been a good chunk of my time right now. Um, I've, I think I'm good on the bug side of things or the you know quality of life things that I immediately noticed and now I'm more I've just been kind of playing it trying to make sure that now that I've worked out those issues it's playing right and I don't have any other balance problems uh, but we'll see uh, one other thing I almost forgot to mention is uh, I also kept watching uh, Games Done Quick that ended uh Sunday, I believe. Yep. Um, and that was pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I did see in the list that they, they had a Mario Maker race this year. Yes. Yeah, I sent you a thing on Discord saying, hey, it's going to be at 2 o'clock your time. Yeah. And I don't think you ever saw it. No, I didn't. My Discord is not reliable at any given point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should have sent it to you on Facebook. But it's it okay was pretty because... Good too. Yeah, I've only got a few more days, and my fucking time rolls over, and I'm gonna I'm gonna binge the entire GDQ probably oh, over God, the course yeah. of like a, <laughs> of of days, weeks, whatever. Oh, Just there was it. a run. Um, my probably my favorite run, um, excluding um, you know the Mario Maker relay stuff, the you know quote unquote gimmick type stuff, was Bionic Commando rearmed. Two, mm-hmm. I believe was a run that was hilarious. That was such a good um, case of the runs. Fairly interesting, but the runner, the, runs. the runner and his couch <laughs> were phenomenal. I'm telling you, um, I love that. I love it. I love when it. an average, mediocre game, whatever, and you're like, man, I'm not even. I don't even care about the game. There, I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah. watching this uh, YouTube channel that basically goes through the history of speedruns, mm-hmm. and uh, they were talking about how how the I, I think the last one I watched was Mario 64, and how they went from you know okay you can beat the game with 70 stars in the quickest amount of time to beating it with just 30 something stars and then to just beat it with uh one star and then finally they they they're trying to figure out a way to beat it with zero stars yeah yeah and, and he's and just yeah. basically going through the evolution of how this guy beat this record and then they found this glitch and then the first person to beat it like that was this guy and then that record got beat by this guy 
Yeah. I need to go back and uh, watch a Super Mario 64 70-star race um, because one of the two participants is the world record holder right now, which is typically the case. A lot of the runners are the world record holder, but it's not always the case. Um, But this guy is really good at Super Mario 64. Um, Cheese05. He's done some ridiculous stuff with the game. Um, he pretty much got to a point where it was like, yeah, the game, you know, can't get any faster. And he got faster. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah, they were talking about, uh, they did one for Mike Tyson's punch out and mm-hmm. beating, uh, Mike Tyson in the shortest amount of time possible. And you'd see these guys go frame perfect. You know, for every single thing until they find out this one little glitch. Turns out that Mike can't hit you. It's like this one specific thing if you dodge preemptively and come back into it. And it's like, okay, if you can manage to do this, then this will happen, and then this will happen, and then you can do this even faster than that. And they went from being like, okay, the fastest one was like 2 minutes and 30 seconds to 2.12 to... um, to just flat two minutes. <laughs> it's like, wow. Yep. And every time they shave a second off, it's like a major thing. Yep. But then they end up shaving like, you know, half a minute off over time. That's another great thing about having a good couch, especially an informative couch, or even if the, even if the streamer or the runner is good enough to talk about what's going on as he's playing. Either mm-hmm. way, when you can get information and they – the, if you are a general gamer or even a non-gamer and you're watching GDQ, excuse me, you you kind of don't realize how good it is. You don't. You kind of don't realize what it is you're watching. You don't realize how like distilled this is getting. Like these players are doing frame perfect, and sometimes they'll even tell you like the time of that frame perfect, like one sixtieth of a second, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they're doing this multiple times in a run, and they're like, "Yeah, if." And then they'll tell you that, "Yeah, if I had blown that, that would add another minute and a half to this run. That would mm-hmm. have had, maybe had to start the level over. That's another sixteen minutes and twenty two seconds to the run, so on and so forth." Yeah, for like and they're. Mario speed runs and they're like, okay, yeah. well, if you, get, if you do this perfectly, if you do this glitch perfectly on this exact frame, then you can get this. And like, there's a spot where the guy just stands still for five whole seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically so that the game loads the next level faster and that makes this fucking other thing go, it balls, man. Yeah. It was, it got, it got meta as hell. This is something that I want to. I meant to bring up during our GDQ talk, uh, and we're not going to spend all night on it. We have enough to talk about with tonight's topic, but I personally, this this is, I think this is subjective for every person. It's it's all a matter of what you do and don't prefer. But when I watch speed runs, like surface level i like seeing full runs i like seeing the 100 percent. i like seeing you know super metroid ran the fastest but at 100 mm-hmm. i want to see somebody get all the items uh super mario 64 yeah i want to see all 120 i want to see all the stars i like to see all those things uh the ones that i don't care for and i haven't i don't think i've really seen them in gdq yet you you do see a lot of glitch type runs in gdq you do see a lot of it's usually games that have like one or two big glitches in them and those glitches shave off time and those i can tolerate 
The ones that I personally don't care for, uh, it's cool that people found shit like this, but I, to me, it just completely bastardizes the point of a speedrun in the game. Um, a prime example, I don't think, again, I've never seen this in GDQ that I can remember, but a few years ago, I'm sure you two remember this, uh, the Super Mario World record was broken again, and it was like 12 seconds or something to beat the game, mm-hmm. or 12 minutes, some shit like that, and it's... It's like a minute and 12 seconds. Something like that, yeah, where the guy was doing these weird, crazy, frame-specific moves and item grabs and, and enemy toss-offs and all that shit, and the language used was he's literally rewriting the code of the game to mm-hmm. allow him that when he gets to this point, he he jumps off Yoshi, grabs this scoop of shell, flicks it up in the air, jumps backwards, and then it thinks that he just jumped on Bowser out of the cannon and he wins the game. Like that yep. to me, I like I think that's cool. That's awesome, but that's not speedrunning to me. To no, me, it's, it's to me it's you know given Ninja Gaiden and you going through that shit no damage, frame perfect, as quick as humanly fucking possible. Not oh well, if I jump at this wall and fly off, it actually puts me to the last level and I beat the game in, in a minute and a half. Like that's not eh, cool. Not speed running. <laughs> yeah, that's not, those that's things, not really running. Yeah, you're those things I've seen. Fuck. They're uh, they're typically in like some part of like a glitch expi- uh, exhibition where yeah. they're not. You know, these aren't you know legit runs of the game, but these are some really interesting glitches that people have found. Mm-hmm. Um, one actually came up in one of the I think it was the Mario World race where. Uh, the guy's console uh, locked up when they were almost done with the game. Oh wow! So uh, he uh, he actually went while the other guy was finishing the game. He went through and was doing one of those glitches that would take him to the very end. You know, he first went through some warps, got almost to the end of the game, and he was going through one of those crazy processes of you know, pick this shell up, carry it up here. When the turtle starts coming out, throw it up. All right catch it again move over here do this do that and you know it actually locked the thing up he didn't do it he did it wrong somehow you know it's one of those (laughs) things where if it's not exactly right you just lock the game up again um but it was interesting watching him attempt it because he was doing it from memory he wasn't planning to do it and even though he failed he still got it was a very minor mistake i'm sure that caused it to not work it was still impressive. Um, yeah. Because he's like, yeah, I haven't done this in like a year and a half, so uh, it probably won't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I love watching that those was races. One, man. There was one on Super Mario 3 with the level 7 2 or something like that where you, you were on the pipes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can warp straight to the end of the game. You can warp straight to the credits or something like that. Yeah. And skip every damn thing. Or straight to Bowser's room or something like that. But there was a... Uh, here, here's an interesting question. Because while I was watching the speedrun things, I did notice that there are not glitches, but hardware limits that they intentionally push it to. Yeah. Okay, so uh, take Super Mario, the original. And uh, it can only display seven things on the screen at once. Mm-hmm. Okay, now speedrunners abuse this in two different ways. One, they'll hit this one specific pipe to make a plant grow, which pushes a sixth thing onto the screen. Then when they jump right, there's eight things on the screen. 
but it can't have eight things on the screen, so a piranha plant doesn't come out of a specific pipe. Mm-hmm. So that they can just, you know, stick the landing right in the center of a pipe that's supposed to have a piranha plant come out of it. Yeah. Is that legit? I would say... If you did it intentionally? I, I, I feel like that's something that would probably happen if you're playing the game fast enough. Okay. This is kind of like the this is kind of like the Taz argument that I hear a lot and read about a lot is that mm. you know if a robot can do it, if we can literally program, I, I'm, this is this is the literally episode. Apparently, I'm literally obsessed <laughs> today. Uh, if if you can program, if you can create a program that will run that game exactly to perfection. How fu- where is where is your boundary of yeah a human can do that too? Uh, I think speedrunners of anybody in the world push that boundary to the absolute limit. But I would feel like it's a matter of how many times you're doing that in the game. Like maybe okay. I would think that would come to like a committee type Melody. thing, which which they do. The speedrunning community <laughs> as a whole has all kind of committees. Like yeah, we're not letting this run of Mega Man X or this run of Jack and Daxter in because we don't we're not allowing for this 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 and this glitch or this 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 and exploit. Okay, now now yeah. let me add this again, and um, there was a speedrunner. Now here's one thing where the computer certainly would take this route but a human being you know me or you would definitely not unless you were just knowledgeable about the mechanic they were exploiting the same mechanic only seven objects with seven hitboxes on the screen at once at the very final bowser he jumps up he throws hammers and he flings fireballs well if you get a very specific pattern the last hammer in the hammer chain doesn't have a hitbox. Yeah. I mean... So he jumps straight through the hammer. What do you think, Chris? What do you say? I mean, it's, it really depends on the game. I mean, this is why there are so many categories for pretty much every game. You know, there's glitchless. There's no major glitches. You know, there's it's a call for each community to determine what they want to allow on what leaderboard. Um, if they're even going to allow it on a leaderboard or they're just going to say, no, we're not interested in that as a community. Um, you know, people can still do it on their own, but they're not going to, uh, they're not going to have that same audience they would otherwise. Um, yeah. I, th- I feel like it would, it would really whittle down to how, how likely would it be even for a quote unquote expert of this game to make this happen regularly you know if this is like a one and two hundredths of a second and it has to be done like at this point and this point and this point and this point in the game to make this thing happen uh you're yeah i mean there's speedrunners that do some crazy shit but i think the more you add to it the more it's like yeah you damn near need a fucking machine to do that and that kind of that takes a lot of it it. is rng yeah that too like uh, i said you have to get a very specific pattern out mm-hmm. of bowser to get that result so you won't be able to exp- you know nine out of ten times you'll go there and that that won't happen yeah so you can't exploit that but if you see it you can if you if you do get it and you know it's there you can freely do it another thing was um i want to say it was mario it was one of the marios um <clears throat> but they had a a you know what what was the one that I think it was that world glitch you were talking about where he like 
simultaneously hits this thing with a fireball and then he turns it into a coin grabs it with yoshi and does a spin jump off but collects the coin before yoshi pulls yeah, it. yeah there's there's yeah. probably some phrase or, qu- or 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 term for that but i only know it as like the super mario world fuck you glitch system because <laughs> i mean it's literally it a series of different things that like line up in You're a row like, and, let me fuck this game oh, up wow. because it doesn't know what to do yeah. It's yeah like he was getting a coin but he just got the coin but he's got to have something so i'm gonna throw an item up here and it just happens to be the end of the game yeah yeah but yeah it's gonna be interesting to see uh what's going on this year i've i've kind of perused the list i've really stayed away from the list because i'm trying to surprise myself but I, I did look over a little bit i did see the super mario maker relay race and a few of the other races i didn't see too many other gimmicky like i, I saw they were doing final fantasy 6 again this year which is which mm-hmm. you know cool uh, but I've seen, especially Puexel, I've seen them run lots, many, many times. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see what races they have and just to go through it. I, I, I don't really watch every single game, but I tell you, that can bite you too. Because as you said, Chris, there are games that you may not care about it, but man, that couch, huh, you are missing out if you don't watch it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was, one those, it was one of those where my routine for like the last week and a half was all right i start working i turn on you know the world cup game's over um all right let me watch you know my achievement hunter videos or whatever all right nothing out yet or i watch and then i'm okay i've got an hour until the next world cup game so i'll watch some gdq world cup game ends all right i'm gonna go back to gdq watch it you know on the background until i find something else to do so i caught a lot of random runs that I probably normally wouldn't watch. Um, I mentioned this last week, but I just, I, I'm kind of not feeling it overall. Um, I've seen, like, I didn't watch the six run, Final Fantasy six run. Hmm. I've seen it before. It's a long run. Yeah. I wasn't going to be up to see the whole thing anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. cause they did it so late. They actually did it overnight. <laughs> they yeah. didn't start until yeah. like eight o'clock at night, my time. Um, and it's a seven hour run roughly. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I've seen it. Nothing crazy about it for me, so yeah. I'll just skip it. Take take all this with a grain of salt, audience. Uh if this is like your first episode listening to us, we've we've talked about GDQ several times across several episodes. Mm-hmm. And what we're particularly talking about right now in this moment is that we have actually seen so many GDQs that again, when you get when you have a multi-hour RPG, a six to eight hour quick run RPG. When you've seen it for the third time, it's like, okay, you know, you only, you only shaved like six minutes off in the middle of the game. There's nothing, the commentary must be great. You, or you're just a really big fan of the game. If you've never seen GDQ, stick in and watch them. Like you're going to find your games that you're going to look for. You're going to find your own quirks. You're going to find, you're going to find your own love and life about GDQ. Um, I've said it many times before, man. That's GDQ is my Super Bowl. That's speed running <laughs> is my fucking. That's my sports. That is my football. That fits a huge, a huge part of my core nerd culture. I guess you'd say. Yeah, I've been, I've been still thinking about speed running some more, but I don't really. I I want to jump in the, back into seven again. But it's such a long run, and even if I limit it to you know first part of the game just to 
get back in the routine. It's still so much time commitment. Um, I'm thinking of finding something shorter to do. Um, cause like I've mentioned before, my time for seven was 13 hours. That's yeah. a long run. Um, well, I know now, for a fact you can beat so I couldn't too in 12. <laughs> um, so I, I'm kind of trying to decide on a game. I don't know what type of game I want to do though, because there are certain games I'm just not good at. So I know if I try to speed run it, I'm not going to be good at it. You know, um, well, what, what you know and what everybody that watches GDQs knows because good Lord, every other person says it when they're finished with a run, the speed running community as a whole is huge. And mm-hmm. every single game has its own subset community. And all of those little communities are also huge. And apparently they're all very open. They're welcome. You yeah. know, if you ever want to try X game, you can find X games community for speed running and they're, from the yeah. baby all the way up to the experts. When I when I started my uh, seven speed running, there is a Final Fantasy speed running community. They don't limit it to you know one particular game. They have you know like it's a Discord channel. So they have the multiple channels for the game you're running and stuff. Um, you know, and I was linked there. I think directly from the speed running leaderboards too. You know, they have their links on there. You know, hey, come join our Discord. So I joined it and I was you know. I wasn't really there to do anything. And then I started setting things up. I ran into an issue, you know, with the emulator I was running. I'm like, all right, hey guys, you know, I'm new here, blah, blah. Can someone help me with this emulator? And they're like, have you tried this one? I was like, no, I'll go do that. And it worked great. Mm -hmm. First try, you know, no issue. I went back. I was like, hey, thanks. Works. (laughs) And then I was able to start, you know, doing my runs. It was really uh, easy to do. Nobody, you know, gave me any crap about you know coming there asking questions immediately because that's what they were there for yeah Um, most of these communities they want people to join them they want people to start running these games more and more uh, and grow that uh, player base runner base whatever you want to call it (laughs) yeah it's a it's a big part of nerd culture man i'm saying that phrase again for a particular reason because Mm -hmm. uh that's our topic for today and I think I'm ready to get into it, gentlemen. Did you uh, go down this rabbit hole? Yes. Did you you want to talk about the uh, this month's games first? Oh yeah, that's right. The PlayStation. Go ahead before we do. Yes. Um. So I went through and took a look because we're at the beginning of the month, um, and the games with gold and PlayStation Plus stuff both rolled over. Um, Games with gold is very interesting this month. it feels kind of cheap and not worth it this month. Um, really? The 360 backwards compatible game is Virtua Fighter 5, which is, I don't know how good the game is, but Virtua Fighter's cool, so I'm okay with that. Um, the other two games, though, so they have the Smite bundle again, which Smite's a free game, but they have this gold bundle, which gives you a bunch of crap that nobody cares about. Um for free, which if you play Smite or you want to play Smite, cool, you know. But this is the second month in a row this is on here. Wow. So I I don't like that, you know. It's supposed to roll over. Mm-hmm. That aside, you know, that happens from time to time to roll over a game or there'll be, you know, one that sticks there for a bit. Okay, whatever. Here's what really gets me. So the other game is one I've never heard of. I know nothing about it, literally nothing about it. Um, it's called Assault Android Cactus. Sounds like a string of three random words they put together. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like a Steam game. 
Yeah, but this is on Xbox One, so um, and maybe on both. But uh, it's the you know for, quote unquote first games with gold on the list. So I'm like, okay, I just oh, every month I go through and I go, okay, okay, buy it, cancel the download, I'll play it on my own time. So I go in, I hit buy, and it starts downloading. I hit cancel download, and it goes, okay, buy. I'm like, what? I own this game now. You know, that's how games with gold work. Works. Um, apparently, the games with gold for that game is only a like window you can play it in for free. What? And but you don't actually own Man. the game. Oh, so fuck that's that. that's not what Games of Gold is. That's not what it's ever been. Um, Do so you I'm, think that they're trying to revolve around that model that apparently the Nintendo Online shit is supposed to be, where it's like you you get like games that you can play for basically a month and then they take it off. But see, that's, they have that, stuff like that. They have their Game Pass and. Other stuff where you get, and it's not even related to games gold. Though it'll just be a game you're able to play for a weekend or so, yeah. and that's cool. You know, I'm all for that. You know, get your game out there, uh, let people play it, and then if they like it, they buy it. Uh, but this is games with gold. You know, this is one of the reasons I have my Xbox Live Gold subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, the get yeah, because the game says. You can play this game for now or buy it to own. Um, I don't know what the for now is, um, but my options are install, buy to own, or buy as a gift. You know, the typical options, uh, buy to own and buy as a gift. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how long this is for. I don't know if it's for this month, you know, or the two weeks until it rolls over. But it was very, I mean, to be blunt, it's a shitty thing to do, I think. Yeah, that sounds shady as shit, man. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side of things, I think PlayStation Plus kind of nailed it this month um, with all the games that are coming out and have come out recently. Uh, Heavy Rain is one of the games, mm-hmm. um, which you actually got with... What game did you get that with? Was I it God don't... of War? Uh... Uh, who Are the devs the same on that? It was a game. I think Heavy Rain's a David Cage game, so I don't. I don't think so. Oh, that's right. It came with uh, Detroit. If you bought a certain mm-hmm. pack, now that makes that, sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Detroit Become Human. Okay, so that yeah, so Heavy Rain because of you know Detroit Become Human. Now it's on PS Plus. I'm sure that's the the thought behind that. Um, yeah, Absolver, which I can't 100 percent remember what that game is. But I know it's another one that was fairly popular. Um, yeah, I think that one's more of a niche um, audience. But I still. think that's the that's that game that was like it was like one on one combat, but it was like the camera set behind you, sorta. And they were I remember these weird costume people fighting each other, and the combat's supposed to be good. That's yeah, and you have different styles and stuff like that you could use. It's supposed to be out of nowhere or hit wonder, so cool. Yeah. But either way, hey, you got it for free. Yeah. The um, the third game, which I'm a little confused. I mean, PlayStation Plus is so odd anyway. They do so many different things with it. Like you've got the PS4 games, the PS3 games, and the Vita games, which the Vita games are going to go away. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes there's one or two games that are PS3 and PS4. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of what happened here because there's another PS4 game uh, called Extreme Exorcism. 
Again, (laughs) no clue what that is. I clicked give it to me because I get it for free. No clue, but it's on PS4 and PS3. So it's kind of taking the other PS3 slot and adding a you know extra one there. Pretty yeah. sure Exorcism by its very definition is pretty extreme. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering how much the multiplier increases when you put extreme in front of it. You might have gotten in over your head, Chris. I you might have. It's like a VR we'll game. See. Starts haunting we'll, your house and shit. We'll <laughs> see one day, maybe eventually. I mean, I only have like 300 games with gold and PS plus games, you know, to eventually play one day. Um, <laughs> on, on top of the, Steam and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Um, these games that aren't even considered to be in my backlog, you know, they're just there. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other PS3 game, which is exclusively exclusively uh, PS3, is Rayman 3 HD. Yeah. Um, which, Rayman's always a good time. It's a nice, chill game. Um, yeah. So that's your Games with Gold and PS Plus report for the beginning of the month. Thank you, Chris, for that amazing report. (laughs) (laughs) When does the PS Plus library roll over? Is it also at the beginning of the month? Is it middle of the month? Or do you know? So I'd have to actually go back and confirm, but typically it's around the 15th. They both roll over one of the games. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. There's typically a game that's there for the entire month, and then halfway through one of the other games will roll over and not be available. Awesome. awesome. Well, because apparently I'm just, I'm just the gun jumper on every episode lately. <laughs> Does anybody <laughs> else have anything else before we roll into this possibly very heavy topic today? Uh-oh. All my points nope. are checked off. No, nope. that's right. As the title would lead you to believe today, we are talking about nerd. Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm just about to Damn it, Adam. <laughs> Damn it, Adam. I'm going to demand a docket sent to me from now on. Uh, yeah, today we're talking about... together. <laughs> yes, you have. Today we are talking about nerd culture. Now, I realize that even from somebody that's not listening to this podcast, that is not a gamer, so to speak, this could mean many things. And I, mm-hmm. I, I anticipate that, and I want that discussion throughout this episode. I, it's not just about gaming culture, but nerd culture in general. Yes, we're primarily going to be talking about the effects or the the, the look and appeal of the, the 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 video game side of it. But, man, I've got so much, there's so much rattling around in my brain about this for many, <laughs> many reasons, because I this has been the first, aside from our lists that we genuinely do homework for, this has been one of the few times in, my, in our podcast history that I wanted to sit down and write a actual fucking paragraphed or paged outline to talk about, <laughs> uh... For many reasons, man. I've decided not to because I thought, just fuck it. We'll just, we'll just cuff it and just talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Whatever comes out, comes out. However long it is, how, is how long it's going to be, I don't care. But this is a very, very important topic for me on many levels because I have a lot of extremes on this topic that I Mm -hmm. hopefully get off my chest and get out. Um, a preference, more even more preference, preference preface for the audience. Uh, again, the topic does say uh, nerd culture. Uh, 
before we all get into our individual details and fly down the snow-covered hill of this topic, I can safely say that of the three of us, we all three play video games. We all three like anime. We've all three uh, played with toys when we were kids. We've all we all have our own decade or year of preference of sh- shit that we can relate to. There is a large encompassing umbrella when it comes to nerd culture. And while I have tried for years to throw the statement out that, you know, everybody is technically a nerd at something, about something, Mm -hmm. whether they're a football nerd, they just don't call them nerds, whether they're a car nerd, they just don't call them nerds, uh, I don't a fucking motorcycle nerd, a collecting stamps nerd, like... I'm, I'm already I'm trying to get the preface out and I'm already I'm already sliding down my own <laughs> hill. But the point is, even today, as of this recording in 2018, I feel that nerd culture still stems around. It still revolves around certain aspects of life, certain uh, lifestyles, certain likes and dislikes certain hobbies certain things that people do and don't involve themselves in uh generally and i mean i guess part of it's thanks to fucking pop culture in general thank you big bang theory for all the bullshit you do but generally when you hear somebody say something and blah 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 nerd whether whether somebody knows every fucking football stat from 1970 or not they're you're not thinking about them you know whether somebody knows every aspect of say model airplanes you don't generally think about them when you think of nerds it's hard for me being one to think outside of what people that like people that aren't nerds how they think about nerds period but i do feel that they all still revolve around the same nerd culture so yeah, I know I know what you two are saying as well. Like, man, I'm, he's rambling. I'm gonna ramble. I'm trying, like, I'm dipping my toes in that water before just diving in. But I mm-hmm. feel we might as well just we might as well just fucking do it. Um, the fact that I didn't make the outline makes me not really have a way. We're just gonna just know that this for me this is a very fucking important and serious subject, and let's just fucking get it all out. I would say from the top. Just a one random question of all the 30 different topics we're going to talk about. Do you two feel that nerd culture today is like what it was, say, two decades ago? Fuck no. Me either. Me either. I think on many facets through media, social media, I mean, just the the, uh, the rise of Advent... I mean the the rise of Advent children. <laughs> Advent children is what caused this. Oh, shit. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the rise of social media being such a like a fixture in life period is one thing, but I mean media in general just blowing up and putting uh, nerd stuff in everyday in the face of everyday people. Period has increased over time. Now that the face of that nerd culture as well has grown and changed. Uh I mean when we, you can look back at com- video game commercials from the 80s and just see that it it was always a very set stereotype of 
you either on the one radical side you had the wow crazy in your face you know hat backwards skateboarding extreme <laughs> gaming like you got to play yeah. this game blast processing exactly but you also saw typically a lot you saw some some kid usually a boy button up shirt Pocket, pocket protector, protector, yeah, glasses, uh, tight blue jeans, sneakers, basically AVGN. Not not realizing that he can have shit on his no, on his uh, the 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 frames of his glasses to hold his glasses up because good god he kept pushing his glasses back up on his nose every five seconds and have you seen the new the new Zelda monster in the in, in that in the in the dungeon of of that of the Snarpledip town and it's like wow yeah I have and it's, hold up hold up do y'all do y'all remember the Zelda rap commercial Zidoda. Zero, zero, dot. Yes, I have. <laughs> Where he, it's like the cool kids, like, yeah, check this out. Oh, that's a de- oh, you're talking about the, the, the Legend of Zelda is really rad. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, man, I so wish I'll, I had a dad, and then he was all sad and shit. Yeah, Tolto, the commercial changed. It was bad. I don't know what they were thinking. Throughout my life, I've seen com- gaming pushed into commercials, pushed into TV shows, pushed into movies, and even to this day, you still see them not done correctly. Like, you'll see mm-hmm. somebody playing, for some reason, in 2018, they're playing a fucking uh, Game Boy Advance, obviously with no game in it, and the power button not even turned on, and <laughs> there's fucking Pac-Man sound holding the controller upside down. Yeah, they're holding, they're holding the, they're like shaking the, the they're shaking the Game Boy Advance around like nobody They've got plays a PlayStation like that. controller and like Pong is going on. Yeah, that's I mean that's typical. Mm-hmm. That's 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 more misrepresentation of of nerd of video game nerd culture. Uh. This is something that popped into my mind. I I have I meant to go find this on YouTube, but there was I remember a King of the Hill episode. This is one of the this is one of the examples of what I talk about that I'm that I want to address on this episode of nerd culture and the perception of nerds and uh, just how nerd video game nerds or comic nerds or anime nerds, whatever fucking nerd you are, that's not a uh, other than those type of nerd. There was an episode of King of the Hill where somebody, I want to say it was Hank, went into either Bobby's room or a kid's room or something is like tell him dinner was ready or some shit. And it was a kid in a room playing video games and there were no lights on in the room and all the light was coming from a computer monitor and the kid turns around and he's like, pale pasty white and his eyes are really big and he looks like like he's fucking coked out of his mind and <laughs> hank was hank was like oh god and left the room i've had those nights i feel we've all been there <laughs> we've all been there true enough gentlemen but i feel like society still mm-hmm. to this day treats everyone that plays games like that I feel from parents to adults to teenagers to the media to people in general, when you when they hear a video game nerd, like to this day, it's still, oh, he's a video game nerd. He's one of those weirdos that, I mean, we could go down a fucking list, guys. I think, I think we they, discussed this before, but it's, it's just going to take that older generation to just go ahead and die. Yeah. Well, and as soon as they're dead, then we won't have to deal with this anymore. It's just the people that are like, you know, fifty and up right now that didn't grow up with video games. Uh, you no. say they're all dead. Then you say that, but I they'll still stop f- calling it the Nintendo. 
I, did, you, I, did you ever get that when you grow it up? Did y'all like on like the fucking Xbox or something? You're like, get off that Nintendo boy. Yeah, my actually our grandmother called it the Nintendo all the time. Yeah. All the time. But in her defense, our grandmother never held our games above our head though. She never mm-hmm. made it an, even even on nights where Chris, me and our other cousin were playing games way too loud and having way too much fun and woke her up. She never came in and kicked the door in and, you know, cut that shit off. It was we were fortunate to have people that, while they didn't overly spoil us, they at least accepted our hobbies. Mm-hmm. That's not, I don't think that that's how society sees it in general. My grandmother but, told me I could only have the TV or the console on, so I had to pick one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and right when you were going to say, but that makes no sense, she just back slapped the face right no, off she, the face. She reached out with her cane and turned the motherfucker off. <laughs> no shit true story but what i was trying to say earlier was there is a i feel that there is still a large stereotypical list of shit that goes through people's heads when they mm-hmm. hear gaming to this day that is insulting but it's like it's it's falling into a laugh track that people think it's funny to bring up these things that are not true and they're not true but because it's like it's become like it, it is a it is a humor stereotype, like it's oh a meme. so yes so oh he plays video games I bet you that's the only thing he does, not true oh he plays video games I bet he doesn't take a bath he doesn't bathe properly, not always true we'll get into the we'll get into the hard fact stereotypes later but no that's that that's not true oh he plays nothing but video games i bet he doesn't have or she i I keep saying he i bet they Mm -hmm. don't have a you know a life partner the video games shouldn't be a reason why that should be a problem anyway but that's not all that's also not true like there's there's like a succession of things that just fly through somebody's heads and it paints a picture of somebody that's like man i just fucking play games because they're fun like mm-hmm. that yeah, yeah they're so it's hard so th- this we're all going to speak about our own i want us all to talk about our own life but for me in my life, you're, for one, you're talking to a 36-year-old man. So I have two jobs. I'm not trying to say like I have two full-time jobs. I'm, I'm in a military part-time and I work a full-time job and sometimes a swap. I have a wife. I don't have any kids yet, but we're going to. I, I have a house. I have. We both have vehicles. We have a plethora of toys. We have pets. Uh, there are other hobbies that I engage in. Yes, most of them do revolve around a nerd culture. Like, I do like anime. I just don't have time for it. Most of my hobbies I just don't have time for. I like comic books. I just don't read them that often. Uh, I like movies. I, I loved riding motorcycles. Uh, th- there are other things that I'm into. It's just, it's, video games are a primarily engaging hobby of mine, and they are a true passion of mine. But, I mean, I I bathe, I pay my bills. I'm not socially awkward. I hang out with friends when I choose to, and I don't I don't know. There, I feel like there are so many things around nerds that just aren't true. Yeah, they try but, to paint you into that one dimensional picture of what they think you should be based off these media stereotypes that have been prevalent for the last thirty years. Yeah. And the fact that they're pushed into media and they and they usually revolve around a laugh track means that it's like it's almost like it's okay 
to continue to portray that. Yeah, I say 30 years, but it's more like 40. Yeah. Because it probably stems back to the early early set, early set, 80s, late 70s, mm-hmm. where you really started to see that kind of come out. Yeah. I think uh, I'm, I'm going back, but, I, you know, I can remember the you know the kids always hanging out at the arcade or whatever it was and you know they're they're beating up pinball they're like a pinball wizard or whatever and mm-hmm. you know oh man i just but at the same time being a gamer has become a lot easier yeah over time. thankfully i mean thankfully there's but there's good sides and downsides to that as well because i mean if you take a look at it yeah you've got more people that are into gaming but now i've now, if somebody says, "Yeah, I play games," okay, well, now it's not instantly we have a have a conversation. It's where are you at on the spectrum? Yeah. <laughs> and see, and see, see, that's a good point. We can talk about this for a minute. What is that any different from? You know, I hate, I hate using football as a reference. I don't. I guess it's because of my upbringing. I guess it's because it's the main thing that I see around me. Being, I guess, because I'm a guy, and I that's usually the first thing that guys go to. Do you watch football? Yay, nay. What teams are you into? Do you watch pro or college? What teams? What players? There's, and I'm here. I can listen. I can sit back and watch two football guys talk about football if they never bring up video games at all. And while I may not. 100% be able to follow everything because there's going to be a gradient of yeah I don't know that player I don't know I don't know shit about any of that I can listen to them and I can hear their progression of talking and I can go you fuckers are just like me because if I <laughs> run into some guy in the street that's wearing a PlayStation shirt maybe I'll choose to engage him with a conversation much like a a Panthers fan will find it, see another a guy with a Panthers hat on and be like, hey, uh, fucking John Smith this year, right? And he'll be like, yeah. And then they start talking. I'll see the guy with the PlayStation shirt and go, hey, man, how, how, how much PlayStation do you actually play? You're just wearing that shirt. And then we will progress down a line of conversation that will end up with hopefully, yeah, talking about fucking front mission and sweet coding. But it also may stop with, yeah, man, I played the first three Crash Bandicoots and that's, that's kind of about it. I'm, I'm, I'm not really that deep into it, but I feel across all interests, across all hobbies, that's the same. But for mm-hmm. some reason, for some reason, if you're a if Chris is a video game nerd or Adam is an anime nerd, we're looked down upon. Though you and I can have conversations about other things that are man, I hate even using this word, but for lack of a better one, accepted in society. If we talk about things that are in the gaming culture or the anime or comic or whatever, it's like nah, it gets that fucking nose that it gets looking that down cringe the nose and they just they they oh. Oh, okay. There was a, voice there drops was a, a couple of octaves, you know, and they're like, "Oh, is that your is that your hobby?" Yeah, exactly. You piece of fucking shit. And so I'm I'm kind of blessed slash cursed with the fact that I work with I work with a, a lot of my employees are younger age. They're in the, they're in their later teens, early twenties, and I hear them talking about games here and there. I don't find many of them that either do or admit that they play games as, you know, close to the amount of time that I do. I mean, mm-hmm. look, I, I work a full time job. 
when I get home, I spend pretty much 60 to 70% of my off time playing games. I have to shower. I have to feed animals. I have to go grocery shopping. I have to bathe. I have to brush my teeth. I've got to do all that, do the laundry. I have to spend time with my wife. Duh. But if I'm not doing any of those things, I'm in front of a game. And I've, I listen to people talking and I'm like, you kind of do the same thing. Here, here's something else that's, that's funny about this. When I was a kid, when my parents would come home, my, I mean, my mom was into crafts. Yeah. My dad was into hunting and fishing. Yes. But when they came home from a fucking hard day's work, you know what they did? They sat on the fucking couch and watched TV all yep. night. And I'll tell there. you, and I'll tell you now, you can find that across the motherfucking globe. So why is it? That somebody that comes home and I look, I'm not trying to like put gaming on some pedestal other than the fact that you actually you have to actually engage with a video game and a game can also give you feedback. But why is it that somebody that comes home and spends five to six to seven hours sitting on a couch vegging in front of a TV watching the, you know, a rerun of some fucking zombie show? Why do they get looked just, oh, you're just one of us? But us that sit home and play video games for six, seven, eight hours a day, we get looked down on. Like, I don't... That's because you're a fucking nerd. Exactly. These these disconnects, I don't understand. And uh, granted, I'm not fucking college educated enough to go research all this. I've not spent hours upon hours. I'm, I'm, and I want us to as well just talk about this. I really, I really, thankfully, I don't, I don't believe it's, it's exactly that way anymore. Now, here, here's where I'll put the caveat on that. If you look at the way the generations have gone, I mean, right now, the generation that's probably going to be above us on the pay grade until we get into our senior citizen years is going to be a generation that grew up with that other culture. Viewing video games as some kind of... Uh, I wouldn't, I don't know how I phrase this, uh, more of a shut in kind of culture. You know, you have somebody that's socially awkward and doesn't know, you know, proper etiquette, that -hmm. kind of stuff. There, that's the, that's the, I guess the stereotype that you're going to be running up against anytime you bring that up in any type of setting. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's professional or if it's just a social setting. Those people who are not likely to be your peers, they're likely to be your superiors or your, you know, whatever. They're going to be looking at you like that. Like, why do you waste your time with that crap? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess they, what they don't realize is that video games are closer to books than they are to TV in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're a completely different form of media altogether. So somebody that spends their day with their nose in a book or somebody that sits around listening to music all day or somebody that watches TV all day, somebody that plays video games, they're all doing the same damn thing. Yeah. Um, It just depends on what type of content they're consuming that you should make, you know, personal judgments about them or can't even attempt to. Mm-hmm. Um, but once they die, it'll be all nice and over with. Chris, I want then you to we'll be on the top son. of the we'll be on the top of the totem pole again. 
I want you to weigh in some, man. I realize I'm hogging the mic so much here, but obviously I got shit I want to get off my chest. What do you what, how, what do you feel? How it's do you good. feel? Um, so I think things are a lot better than they have been. I think our biggest issue right now as a, you know, culture, as a community, whatever word you want to put on it, um, as gamers are the extremes. Um, every time, you know, some kid is at a internet cafe for 72 hours straight, kills over, you know, or something like that, that just, it reverses some of the progress we've, we've made. Um, we're still yeah. net positive and I think, I think part of the reason we've kind of transitioned into this more accepted state is not only because social media is so prevalent and, you know, these stereotypes are kind of being broken by seeing more of these people, so to speak, um, is that technology is so much more ingrained in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. yep. Well, what was once before seen as something only, you know, nerds use computers. It's now, okay, everyone uses computers your phone's a fucking computer, you know? Mm-hmm. It, went, um, it went from being, you know how to use a computer, you fucking nerd, to you don't know how to use a computer, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? So I think that's helped a lot, and it's interesting because, like, if I look at the IT field, um, you know, as a community, looking at the diverse group of people, you know, in one office... You know, there's the sports fans, there's the, you know, book readers, all these different people, you know, we've kind of talked about all working IT, you know, Mm -hmm. because IT isn't seen as a nerdy thing anymore. You know, it's a part of life. It is a, it's the, it's a step in the progression of mankind. You know, it's something that is everywhere it's going to be everywhere it's just going to get more and more in depth and people are like oh i can go do this and make money well hey this is kind of cool um you know not thinking that oh hey you know just 10 years ago i'd be you know stuffing the nerd that thought this was cool in a trash can um Mm -hmm. and it's funny going into an office like that and it's like okay you know people haven't met each other you know the only common trend here is hey we're all working it and you know, a meeting kicks off and people are just having a casual conversation about football or something. And they're like, Hey, what's your team? And I'm like, I don't follow sports. I'm just a computer nerd, you know? And yeah. they're like, Oh, okay. You know? And that's it. That's it. It's like, okay, good to know. Sure. We'll keep our conversation going on, you know, try to include you where we can. And that's, that's it. There's no like, Oh, you nerd. It's just another hobby. You know, it's just another thing. And I think I've kind of, you know, like I said, I will literally say I'm just a computer nerd, you know, or I'm a gamer. I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to shy away from it. I'm going to yeah. own it. And if they don't like it, not my problem. You know, I, I think I would be hard pressed to, to think of a time when this happened. But I think that I in my in my recent memory, the most the most nerd bashing, I guess you would say that I see is usually mm-hmm. on social media. I can't yeah. really think of times where face to face, be it that I either I'm intimidating as a person or people just aren't as mean as I think they are. And I just want to see the worst and everything. Or for whatever reason, I don't really 
have too many times that I can think of where somebody in my face has been like, huh, will you play them games? <laughs> like, I, I don't really see that, but it seems like social media, I see it all over the place. Uh, case in point, I saw, and this is one of, I'm just cherry picking this from folks because mm-hmm. they're, they're by the barrel full, but there was some post on Facebook, some little meme picture thing about a about a, a guy that plays video games for six hours a day and his girl dumping him or his girl leaving him, blah, blah, blah. And some girl made a post about it saying something along the lines of, well, him playing in video games for so long is the main reason why they broke up, obviously, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I mean, this whole thing, and I'm telling you, 50 shades of red my face was turning because this is the kind of shit that gets passed. This is the kind of shit that goes for, this is what it's like. Of course, I made a lengthy fucking 20 paragraph report about how this is fucking (laughs) stupid. This is stupid as hell. Like, yeah, I I actually know there. Chris, you said it best. You made the best point that there are extremes to everything. I give you any, I can give you any single uh, thing, uh, interest of somebody's life. There's going to be extremes. There are extreme fucking football fans. There are extreme yeah, car riots enthusiasts. and shit. Exactly. There are extremist blank. Okay. When was the last time you saw computer nerds rioting? <laughs> well, what if I mean you is, you did, you wouldn't. Well, I don't. I don't. <laughs> the entire all, I don't, world would just shut down. I don't just necessarily mean extremists as in they mm-hmm. result of violence. I also mean extremes sure, sure. like, I mean, this. I, I brought it up earlier. Might as well fucking get it out of the way now. There are gamers who are just a bit too fucking much. and I, So this is, this is me talking directly to you if you fall in this line, gamer. While trying not to sound like a judgmental asshole, I'm kind of <laughs> sort of judging you because as Chris said, you're kind of fucking our image up. Uh, it's great that you want to play Smash Brothers for 15 hours straight a day, but it sets a really bad fucking precedence when you go rank number three at some tournament in a hotel in Nevada, and then they complain about people that are kicked out of the hotel lobby because they fucking smell bad. Mm-hmm. You still have to bathe, dude. I get that you want to be the pro. I get that. But f- even fucking pro football players shower. There, this is this is like one small, tiny example of, of extremist. Yes, folks, of course, some of the stereotypes do exist there are crazy wild extreme comic book collectors and extreme anime uh fucking waifu pillow fuckers out there i know they exist <laughs> so i mean he's, he's got a point <laughs> but and yes i mean as as much as as horrible as that sounds i realize exactly what i'm doing and saying here uh, as horrible episode, as it sounds man. to say you are fucking up some images for people because the, those of us who are trying to put this this shit out there and and make gaming not such a negative thing, you're steamrolling over that. They're going, yeah, well, look at that. Like, there's a fucking guy right there that obviously doesn't take care of himself and doesn't dress right. What the fuck is he wearing? It's like, well, hold on, that's. Well, now dressing. I have to defend this fucking asshole for being yeah. an asshole. But yeah, here's the thing: I'm- is you, you should be less mad at the asshole and more mad at the guy who is looking to find the asshole so he can yeah. pin that on everybody. 
Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, yeah. there's all sorts of meta upon meta in that, but mm-hmm. the the point I'm trying to make is there's always they're, they're going to don't be give them any for excuse. everything. Yeah, don't don't fucking be part of the extremes that are given the negativity more f- to be more fuel for a fire that's already there, still burning, and we're trying our best to put it down. Yeah, and you um, know, to, soul still burns. To kind of touch on what Adam was saying, it is certain generations are better than others. Um, but I think that the older generations are getting better and better. Um, there are still those that are going to be firm in their views, you know, just like you still have the racists that are going to be firm in their views until the day they die. Um, mm-hmm. I know we can probably all three point to family members who growing up, it's like, wow, they were racist as shit. And they probably yeah. still are. They just, it's not as socially acceptable, so they don't say anything. Mm-hmm. But, and some of them aren't anymore. You know, they've realized, oh, I was a piece of shit, you know. Um, yeah. Let me unfuck myself. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that, you know, as Adam puts it, the older generation dying out is going to make things magically better. It will improve a set amount, but every generation has those people. You know, yeah. it's, always a problem it's better it's better i mean i'm not going to get political but if you look at you know the way the generations are politically and you know the things that different generations are striving to do to be better for be better just in general um yeah whether that's the racist racism issues the um uh other i'm not even going to start listing all things the plethora of topics that are in the media today you know we're as a whole getting better. Um, you know, we can have the whole conversation about going too far. Fair enough, but we're going the right direction overall. Um, I f- I, th- I think the fact that gaming and again we're we're not just talking about gaming when we say nerd culture. Mm-hmm. And God, there's still so much more to talk about. Ooh. But when you talk about gaming culture, the fact that that double-edged sword that we mentioned many times before of gaming becoming more casual and becoming more accepted means we're breeding shittier games. Yes, but <laughs> it's also breeding more people coming in and accepting gaming but then yeah. there's also the level of well they are they are okay are they really accepting gaming or they did they just find that once dance dance revolution game fun and that's the only fucking thing they that, that they know you know sure. um acceptance yeah. is acceptance is great and mass produ- mass production and mass acceptance is also great but what is the cost and risk well, now nope. the cost is definitely having to sift through the trash Jesus, and having to yes. vet vet your sources on everything and say, "Oh yeah. yeah, I play I play eighteen hours of games a day." Fucking bubble pop on my phone. I want to have a little mini rant in the middle of this, which is also topical about mini fu- rant in the mega rant. Go for the, it. The fucking big bang, big the big bang theory. Yeah, fuck that show. Let me tell y'all Fuck right that now. that whole show. I'm going to say this again. I want this on record so it's understood that I'm completely talking out of my ass because I've not seen a single episode of this show. Before I hated it, long before I hated it, before I actually watched it, I could see that show from a distance and go, mm-mm, nope. But once I started seeing like little snippets here and there, little clips here and there, and especially uh, videos that talk directly about the show from a nerd perspective, uh, 
really quick shout out to I believe Wisecrack did a good Big Bang Why Big Bang Failed or something episode. Pause this episode and go watch that right now because you will get a clear grasp of what I'm talking about here. The Big Bang Theory is a prime example. For me, as a nerd, it is a fucking prime example of what the the world sees us as, and it is so fucking not true. It is not what we should be shown as and depicted as. Again, Wisecrack, being the intelligent guys they are, they do a much better job of fleshing that out, but when I when I see the way that they... They basically again. It's it's the whole laugh track thing. They put they put humor over genuine like holy shit, really awesome nerd things. If me and Adam were to have a one on one conversation about Sweet Coden Two, we may or may not be in the vicinity of like twenty other people that are directly and only listening to us. Mm-hmm. But this show is a show and is designed to do and be that. So it it paints this big world like, oh, this is how genuine nerds are. Like, this, yeah, motherfucker, when me and Chris talk about Final Fantasy VI, we get fucking deep. We get holy shit deep. But we don't stop every five minutes and look at you, the person who doesn't play games, and go, right? Esper's right? <laughs> that That's, that's no, what the that show does. More than that, it's the fact that they decide... It, it it stopped being about um, nerd culture and making, you know, little jokes and stuff like that. It started being, let's make fun of fucking nerds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that one guy that's always doing math calculations. Like it's some kind of funny thing. You know, like, oh, well, this is how they are. They're neurotic. And, you know, only, only other nerds understand them to everybody else. It just kind of seems weird. And let's make fun of that. They're not laughing with the nerds. They're laughing at nerds. Like, uh, you can watch, again, I've only seen s- snippets. I haven't watched full. I cannot do it, folks. I cannot watch every episode. But I've seen, like, little two, three, five, six-minute clips, whatever. And the it shows so, it's so fucking unrealistic how we nerds act in real life like they they will take super extreme only genuine smart or super intelligent or super nerdy people will understand this sentence or this word or this reference and they Mm -hmm. cram it in every other sentence of a conversation and then when they do the laugh track pops up i don't if i'm talking to a co-worker that doesn't know shit about games i don't go it, it's it's like that time in, in shadow of the colossus where it was that the, the weak point was actually on top of the head like i don't fucking do that i don't think anybody does that i don't know any of my gaming friends that does shit like that but that's nah. what this show because i mean the whole point of making a, a reference like that is to have you know the person understand what the fuck you're trying to explain Right. Because he already doesn't understand the first thing, so you throw something else at him that they just definitely don't fucking understand. Yeah. They either, it either makes it more understood or it's like, I know what you mean. I can relate to you. Not, what the fuck is this guy talking about? But that's not what the show portrays. It's, hey, super nerdy reference, crazy look from the other person, laugh track. The reason why I'm harping the re I'm, I'm sorry the reason why I'm harping on this show in particular is because this show is super fucking popular. It, I, mm-hmm. I think it's tapered off. I, I don't hear so much about it these days, 
I, I hear more references to it, even in my workplace, than I do actual like, oh, have you seen the new episode of? But the fact that this has become so fucking popular, it's it, it's just another another testament to shit becoming popular in the world. There are Bazinga shirts everywhere, and mm. you will hear people talk. Oh, it's like that episode of Big Bang, right? Like blah 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 blah. And I like <laughs> I get this maybe unjustified, but maybe accurate depiction of I'm out in the world. I bring up video games, and somebody looks at me and goes, "It's like that guy from Big Bang, right?" And I'm like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> no." No, Bazinga, right? No, not Bazinga. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that means. You know more about that than me. You're a fucking Big Bang Big Bang nerd. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking Big Bang nerd, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just turn around on them and throw them in a locker. Locker just <laughs> randomly appears out of nowhere and you just fling them into it. Yeah. They have to wait Stuff the jocks and lockers. What now? <laughs> um... To kind of flip things around and talk from a more positive spin, um, I was talking about the workplace, and I, I didn't realize at the time um, how awesome it was, but I had a coworker who, he played a few games. He's kind of one to, to, here we go with the categorizing again, but he was basically like a Madden-type gamer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he played some Madden games, a couple other small things, but he didn't, you know, sit down and game for long periods of time. Um, but he would have conversations with me about gaming stuff like, oh, what'd you do last night? You know, and I'd be like, well, I played this game. Um, and he'd be like, oh, well, tell me about it, you know. And we would actually have a conversation about the game and he'd have no idea what I was talking about. So he was sitting there asking question after question, you know, showing genuine interest in it. Um, and eventually got to the point where months later, uh, you know, during one conversation, I was like, my bad. I kind of got on a little rant there and he's like, nah, it's totally good. Um, he's like, I don't have time, you know, sit down and play games like that. So I'm just living vicariously through you at this point. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Awesome. It's like, so, tell me, tell me, synopsis the old man in the sea for me real quick, you know, yeah. so I don't have to read and, it. And, and this is a guy who, his dad owned a farm. So when he, he you know, worked with me in IT, um, when he went home, he helped his dad out on the farm, you know, and that's what he did for most of his time when he wasn't there. So he had very little gaming in his life at all. But he didn't have an issue with me gaming, you know. He did not talk to me because I was going to talk about games. He loved it. Yeah. His dad's probably all beating him up because he's a fucking nerd. He goes home. It's like, yeah, you can't look at your little computer no more, boy. Get that bale of hay. <laughs> that is that is an awesome person you ran into. That's 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 rare. But yeah, that's that awesome. does sounds really cool. You know, you say that, but I don't think it's actually that bad anymore. Um, at my last job, um, well, actually, it's the same job, but that guy left, another guy came in. It was kind of the same thing. The guy was more of a gamer. Um, like, I got him to play Destiny with me for a little bit and uh, some other stuff. Uh, but he wouldn't be able to play. He wouldn't have time, especially after he had a kid, you know. Um, he lost a lot of his free time. But we'd sit there and have conversations about gaming, and he got more into gaming because of our conversations. Um, you know... Even though- <sighs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. Nah, it's all good. It's just it. 
I think it's overall when you get to the mature people, the mature ages, I think it's becoming less and less and less of an issue. Well, that's it's because the, the younger generation has gotten to that mature point. They're, we're now in our 30s and early 40s. Well, no, I still think, you know, our generation is good, but the generation, you know, after us, the ones that are in their late teens, early 20s now, I think they're still going through the same kind of cycle. I think they're backtracking until they get older. And, I mean, it's just building off the stereotypes you see in movies and stuff, right? You see it, you emulate it, and then you grow up and you realize that's stupid. Yeah. And things yeah. get better. We're going through a bit of a cycle, and it gets better every time. But I still hear kids that are going to do the same thing, you know? They're still going to do the same clicks in school. They're still going to do the same stuff. Yeah. It gets better, but it's still They're there. just fighting over... Now, now you got like the the click of kids that like went alliance, and then you got the other click of kids that went horde, and they're all fighting in the middle of the hallways and shit. <laughs> oh, what a! J- mm. It's that like you've got the jocks joy. who are you know picking on the nerds and taking pictures with their iPhone X two, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I play PUBG. Oh, yeah. Well, I play Fortnite. Man, fuck you, man. Oh boy. <laughs> like I do and don't want that world. <laughs> I, I, I want to say I'll admit I realize that I'm the one doing the fucking tirades on this episode and I apologize but I think the I think one of the reasons why I don't see things being so much better is because the the life that I grew and you 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 guys may have as well we we grew up in that age where the nerd was a thing you know yeah whether you were or were not picked on like that's not even the fucking issue it's the fact that you mm-hmm. were as you said segregated into that stereotype and that has stuck with me for so long that every time that I see something pop up like that whether it's every other day or every other month I go ha see. It's still shit, and that's I mean, that's a personal fault of my own. But you know, I feel I, like that's a I feel like that's a, a a fight and a battle that I am nowhere near equipped to win. And I do try my best to fight it on my own. There there was a time where uh, a few months ago I did this like little social experiment on Facebook. Believe me, it it went nowhere. It didn't garner anything <laughs> at all. But uh, this is right around the time of another school shooting. Oh God! And uh, I went on Facebook Live for like an hour, and I was like, "Here I am. I am mm-hmm. a." Then I mind you, this is Facebook that's really only limited to family and friends. I did like tag a local news station in, just in case, but I mean, that, I didn't expect it to be a world phenomenon. Just just having my friends and family on Facebook, just the people that I'm acquainted with through Facebook, all like seven hundred something friends that I have. Here's an opportunity. For anybody to get on here live, you don't even have to jump on. It's not fucking video. Just type and ask me anything. Talk to me about anything. We have recently had another fucking school shooting. And again, through one of many fingers, be it one or fucking 40, one of those fingers is going, oh, and they played violent video games or they (laughs) played video games, period. They're a problem. So I jumped my happy ass on Facebook Live and I said, here I am. A gamer that spends on the work days probably five plus hours in gaming and on my off days more than 15 probably. I video game all the fucking time. I have been gaming for three decades. Ask me anything. 
Well, see, that's the in it. That kind of shit is the stuff that pisses me off. People that look at a a singular issue as being the sole source of the fucking problem. That every single one of these shooters is unique, and every single one of them has some fucked up backstory. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee it. Every single one. When yeah. they do this kind of shit, it, it takes that kind of a person to to go on those kind of things. It's not gonna be okay. Well, he played Doom. Okay, yeah. you know he this one thing. Therefore, this happened. It's got to be a chain reaction of a multitude of different factors that gets a person in that fucking school with a gun. The couple yeah. people that have approached me outside of that whole little Facebook thing was like, "Yeah, I didn't really say anything because I, I didn't. I thought all oh, that was pretty stupid. Like, this, of, of course, I don't think video games are or." are a cause much less a leading cause to to school violence or any kind of violence that's generally the idea i've gotten oh, and mm-hmm. as i and as i fan my vision out to other co-workers other family other acquaintances most of, to tell you the truth it really seems like most of the time people don't really care what you do behind closed doors they don't care if you watch football or watch tv or mm-hmm. or go fucking bicycle riding or play video games or watch anime people kind of really don't care what you do in your pastime and Man, that's not one boss i had for a long time used to snub his nose at video games till he found one that he liked mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wouldn't stop talking to me about the shit yeah that happens, day man. after day and it was like and it wasn't just like okay well you know okay man yeah that's a pretty cool game that sounds really cool. And I was like, this is the best game ever, and I know all of the games, so I can definitively <laughs> say that. And anything you say to counter that will be wrong. And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, Jesus. That's another Jesus. That's another hard go, – no, go ahead, Chris. I've talked enough. Jesus. We, we always have that vocal minority, um, oh, yeah. whether it's you know related to nerds or nerd nerd culture or you know violence and video games you know the cause of these things there's always that vocal minority that are going to say something stupid but other people and like you were saying people look and go no that's stupid but they don't say anything so you know hence the vocal minority they get a sort of bigger uh piece of the limelight uh and I think, you know, kind of that's kind of the downfall of the whole, you know, social media, internet, you know, the way it is. The internet's always had its scumbags. Um, social media always has its scumbags. People that don't even believe what they say. They yeah. just say things to stir shit up. And I I mean, I don't think that will ever go away. You're always going to have assholes. Um, but I think part of, and, you know, going back to how you were talking about, you see it and you kind of zoom in on it. I think, you know, just kind of taking a step back and going, who knows if that person is even saying it because they mean it, you know, I'm just going to move on with my life and not worry about it and look at the bigger picture at all the positives instead of focusing on these fucking trolls, you know. Well, I'm going to classify Hollywood as a whole as a troll then because good God, they still can't get shit right. There are far, there are far more they fucked it up and got it wrong then there are oh that's genuine cool you of got course it um typically not i mean it, they're gonna do what sells you know something that's funny and comedic is gonna sell more than oh hey this is a normal guy you know yeah it, stereotypes sell 
sex sells, normal dudes just playing video games and being normal people, you know, doesn't sell. Um, to non-gamers, anyway. <laughs> you know. Um, it's... Yeah. I, I just... I try not to even give those people attention. Um, I've seen some Big Bang Theory. I didn't really care for it, but I didn't hate it because of, you know, what it represented. I saw it's a TV show. They're trying to entertain. They're playing off, you know, stereotypes and these things that may or may not be anywhere remotely to the close to the truth. Um, and I just leave it at that, you know. Is it doing us justice? No. Is it hurting us? I mean, is it? Who knows at this point? I, again, I know it's a it's a fucking uphill battle, and it's one that I nobody told me to fight it. I'm not even really saying that I fight it like on some fucking resistance, you know, <laughs> flag carrying, armband wearing level. It's more like I did ignore it for many, many years of my life, and the fact that I still see it perpetuated to this day, it aggravates me. It aggravates me because there are people out there that are like me, not in just not in personal life. I mean, in the hobbies that we share, the mm-hmm. interests. There are gamers that you know spend two, three, four hours a day watching games, and then jump over and watch two, three, four hours of anime, and then fall asleep reading comic books. There mm-hmm. are those types of people out there, and whether they are or are not being discriminated or looked down upon or treated like shit to this day, I feel like the the shit that comes up and makes that feeling come up, I want to squash. And mm-hmm. doesn't happen. Doesn't seem like it ever happens. It seems like it just keeps it just keeps happening. Hopefully over time, hopefully over time this shit will go away and it'll be just a like, on the one hand, you want gaming to be so accepted that it's in every household. You almost feel Nintendo-like with it. On the other side, you kind of don't want that either because you don't want the horrible shit everywhere, you know? I, I get that dual-edged sword. It's yeah, more I mean, of the perception. I don't care about the, the substance of it. Right now, I'm, I'm like on a perception level. I just want everyone to be accepted for whatever the fuck they do, provided it's legal and, you know, hopefully morally fucking right. You know, if you're in your home every day murdering people, no, I don't agree with your lifestyle. But if you sit yeah. at home every day after work and even after on off days and you watch Netflix all day, hey, cool for you. Mm-hmm. You must have had a reason for wanting to do that. I mean, yeah. be it you tired or there's nothing else that interests you, you know? Or maybe it's Netflix and chill, you know? Who knows? Maybe. Um, maybe. You know, I, I think you're right in that, you know, things need to continue to get better. Um, and kind of looking at, you know, it's it's hard to point out, you know, well, here's the battlefield we can fight on to, you know, get ourselves accepted more and more it's kind of a uh, ongoing thing that you know little by little but there are bigger battles you know like one thing that i've been thinking about since something sparked in my mind earlier is esports we're now in this whole thing where video games are being shown on channels like espn Mm -hmm. man that's a huge thing you know that's when 
the people come out going, you know, these people aren't athletes, you know, they're sitting in basements, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, I think, you know, things like that are where we're going to get our big leaps and bounds going forward. Um, I, I do think we're at a pretty good spot right now, but we could do with some more, uh, we could do with less stereotypes, but honestly, I don't see those ever going away. Um, it's part of the whole, you know, the, I don't even know how, I was going to say trifecta, but I'm sure it's more than that, but you got the, you know, the jocks, the cheerleaders, and the nerds, you know, that's kind of your trifecta of the stereotypes and movies, uh, yeah, especially dealing yeah. with the younger crowd. So I don't think it's ever going to go away, but I still, I, I it's going to not be a prevalent, actual, true as a society, we see this as a thing, but in movies and TV, we're still going to see it because it's funny or it's something or another, whether that's right or wrong. You know, obviously we don't like that kind of presentation, but as long as it's limited to that media, that form, I'm cool with it. As long as at the end of the day, these same people that enjoy that show or enjoy watching movies that stereotype look at me and go, yeah, he's just a normal dude, you know? There's nothing weird or different about him other than he likes video games and I may or may not, you know? If if that's where we're at, if that's where we end up, cool, you know? Have your movies and TV. I don't really care. It's how I get treated by that same person, you know? Or by these groups of people. You know, another interesting thing I thought about um, the other day, uh, since you're bringing up the ESPN thing, uh, I guess ESPN is more of a, I, I as well hope that that becomes a big thing. I hope that that's something that draws people into, especially non-gamers, you know, just to get an idea for just the competition and the the air and the the atmosphere surrounding competitive gaming mm-hmm. but when i see something like a bunch of people gathering around waiting for the release trailer for a new game you know what else comes to mind the nba draft you know when i sit yeah. around and and see dnd players scratching heads over sheets you know when they want to create a character for dnd like what 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 uh, rogue abilities they want to pick i see the the nfl what is that shit that they do the the uh the where you just pick a bunch of people to play the fantasy the fantasy football yeah, yeah. uh i see so many things that are similar in in a variety of hobbies and lifestyles that I agree. I hope over time other people see that. I hope that society mm-hmm. as a whole sees these similarities and it's all just accepted. I'm not in any way, shape, or form ever hoping or wanting gaming or anime or comics or any other big nerd thing to be above any other hobby. I don't care if somebody does or does not want to play games more than they'd want to watch a baseball game. That's I not do. My point. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, but we know Adam's the asshole here, so that's Let's right. Stop it. taking my stick. <laughs> it's more of just general acceptance that I want to see. 
It's mm-hmm. just just like I want to see Hollywood have actual good video game movies. I want to see Hollywood treat gaming as just an acceptable thing, not something that deserves some big fucking negative spotlight. It doesn't even don't, don't fucking put it. If you can't do it right, don't put a spotlight on it at all. How about that? Um, any final thoughts from you two about nerd culture, positive, negative, anything at all on this subject? I will say this: you, we've made some massive improvements over time. I like generally the direction it's going. You know, there are good ways and bad things, but they're they're good problems to have. It's a good thing to be like, okay, well, how much do you game? You know, what kind of games do you play? You know, those are good. Those are first world problems, <laughs> as as compared to the. Oh, I heard I heard something that kind of sounded like it might have came from a video game. Time to spend the rest of the afternoon in his locker. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Coming from those days, we've, we've come, you know, it's been a long road, but we have arrived. Um, overall, yeah, I, I think it's been a good... I, I'm happy with the progress. And uh, I will point out the little flaws and stuff that I see but other than that you know uh, I I have no problem watching people you know take gamer cred for their fucking NES t-shirt when they fucking wouldn't be caught dead playing an NES back in its heyday oh man Mm -hmm. you know that's fine I can deal with that I can deal with that as long as some 10 year old out there isn't getting his shit kicked in for liking Mario Brothers yeah yeah and you know there are a lot of games out there today that, that I mean this is kind of on the the we're getting bogged down with shit but with the acceptance of gaming and with so many companies trying to mass appeal look at a game like Detroit you don't really have to play that game you're more like quick quick time pressing buttons you're basically mm-hmm. walking through a narrative story you know it doesn't mm-hmm. requ- it doesn't require a huge investment like you know like breath of the wild or or some speed running type thing you don't have to be completely nerded out but if you are a casual person that has a playstation 4 and you play that game you're basically playing a story a, a game like that is a bridge point for oh did you like that yeah man that story was something else or that that story was bad i think it could have been told better or that story was great wow you can go oh well i have this other class of gaming called an rpg check this out and you know there there are, there are many games out there that can be bridge ways well it goes into it goes the opposite it goes across uh media too it's like hey did you like this game like xenogears did you like xenogears mm-hmm. well we have this uh book that it was you know written off of yeah, you can go and take a look at that. It's perfect works. How about mm. you? Want, you want to go take a look at that? Yeah, you like C coding? We got the water margin here. Yeah. You know? Did you, you like? If you thought this story was great, well, here's what it's based on. Did you like? Uh, did you like Persona Five? Here's a whole entire other interest group called anime that's all about that. Oh, I just thought the music was catchy. Hey man, there's a there's plenty of music I can find just like that. Happens to be from games and from anime, but yeah. Oh yeah. Gaming just happens to be the amalgam of every form of media. Yeah. So that's what makes it the best. Chris, any final thoughts? So my final thoughts are 
Everyone is a nerd in some way. Get over it. <laughs> this is Damn. true. This is true. That's going to be um, on his tombstone. <laughs> People are going to walk by like, man. What a everyone is a nerd statement. in their own way. Get over it. I'm half tempted to make that the topic title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I, I, I know I've rambled a lot, and I know I've been on a fucking soapbox about this, but... As as the older I'm becoming, and the more that I see it painted in a negative light, I can't. It's my passion. It's it's hard for me to look at it from an outside perspective because I'm not on the outside. I'm on the inside, looking out, trying to look back in. So I have a very narrow perceptive uh, appearance, or I have a very narrow perception, perception of all this shit. <laughs> and I hope it gets better. I hope it gets better than it is. And yeah, I guess I could concede to some degree it is better. I mean, I don't have any kids yet. I haven't had my kids come home and tell me what their life is like. And who knows what the fuck my kids are going to even be into. My kid ran up to me yesterday and said, Daddy, Daddy, I caught a yokai. And I was like, what the fuck is that? How do you know what a yokai is? She's like, it's on my DS. And I was like, oh my God. And that's when you say... Play real games, grow up. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Just shatter no. my five-year-old's worldview right That's there. That's great. I love it. Yeah, that is awesome. And, you know, real quick, I do have kids, and I don't think I've ever heard of a single instance where gaming was in any way negative. So, yeah, I mean... Uh, we're just getting in with one into the uh, high school age... So we'll see if things change with, you know, those lovely years of ages. Um, but overall, you know, I'll say I haven't seen any issue or heard of any issue. I'll give a I'll give a twofold plea. I'll give two different pleas to two different types of audiences out there to listen to this podcast. Oh. If you're a gamer, so you're on the inside of this whole entire conversation. I am not about to tell you how to live your life. The the judgment shit that I said earlier still holds, though. I mean, you still need to bathe. That's kind of a hygiene thing. Mm. You still should that's try everybody. It. That's not just gamers. He's like, yeah, keyed that's in on that. He's like, yeah, fucking smelly bastards. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're socially awkward, hey man, it may not be just that you're socially awkward. Maybe you just don't get along with other people. I mean, sure, that's me. Maybe. Maybe you've just been completely oppressed by people in your life, or you just realize that you do better on your own. Hey, man, there's lots of lone wolves out there. There are many different stereotypes, and you, if you are on the inside, you know what they all are. I would say do your best to put your best foot forward. Like, try to handle yourself in a in a manner that's not completely fucking demolishing gamers as a whole or anime people as a whole, etc., and so on and so forth. Uh, in any way, shape you can try to try to try to elevate gaming around you with the people you surround yourself with, be it family, friends, coworkers, whatever, you know, talk about the things you enjoy. Try to try to talk about the positive things just don't go fucking 10 because they're not going to understand the intricacies of Chrono Trigger just because you love that game more than anything else in the world. They don't, they've never even owned a fucking Nintendo. They don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They will by the time I'm done. But when you, you tell them the story, me. 
But when you tell it in the story format, or you tell it, you tell them real life reasons why that game was so important to you and your wife. That that helps. Stuff like that helps. If you, for whatever reason, you're listening to this episode and you're on the outside, <laughs> you're not a gamer or an anime fan or a comic book fan. Again, email us, let us know why you even listen. <laughs> was it? Is it Adam's voice? Is that what it is? Is it? Oh, it is. is it? Is it Chris's no nonsense attitude? Like, what is it? The truth you hear, but. If you're on the outside, try not – this sounds like such a baby fucking elementary school thing, but don't judge books by their cover. Like, if somebody is that hardcore into gaming, there may or may not be the only thing in their life. I guarantee mm-hmm. you it's not mine, and I guarantee you it's not these two gentlemen's either. And of the many, many, many gaming friends and acquaintances I have, it's not the center life of their either. It just so happens that that's the one thing that they love to do. Same thing for Netflix lovers or football watchers or hunters or car aficionados. Insert your hobby here. If it's okay for somebody else to have any kind of other hobby, it should be okay for us to have ours. As a matter of fact, it shouldn't be an issue. It should be a complete non-fucking issue and treat it that way. Let us fucking live and have our fun. That's what, that's what everybody wants to do. Um, So I hope we all got everything off our chest. I feel like I did, but I know I didn't. I know tomorrow I'm going to be like, man, there's some more <laughs> shit I thought about. Real. It's just part it's two just a, coming next month. It, sure. I mean, this is not like a fucking I'm down closed, for whatever. This Let's is not it. a clip. This is so not a closed shut podcast, much less a closed shut in case, you know. So if we ever decide to talk mm-hmm. about it again, we totally can. Um, what I would like from the audience is what your feedback is on nerd culture, period. Again, it could be comic, anime, nerd. I realize I revolve around those main three, but those usually are the mm-hmm. main three that I'm so, I see done so, it's so bad with so much injustice in the world. Um, just in general, what are, what are your thoughts and feelings, and what what do you see the nerd atmosphere as? Uh, do you feel that it's changed? Like like, how old are you in comparison to maybe other acquaintances in your life? How do they feel it is compared to the way you see it as? Uh, just how do you feel about the whole subject? Period. Uh, and anything else we talked about this episode, any Steam games you may be interested in, or hell, if you're just now catching up on E3 or GDQ stuff, any of that stuff, we'd love to hear, love to hear your feedback. Uh, there are many ways you can get a hold of us. You can send us, uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just look for End of Time Cast. Should take you right to our page. And you can send us a direct message. You can post on our wall. It may be how you found this episode right here. We have an email address. You can email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Just spell it as you heard it. We have a Twitter page as well. You can send us a Twitter tweet. Twit, you can twit us. We're still waiting to be twiddled, I promise you. Nobody has yet. <laughs> any way that you would like to get a hold of us, we'd love to hear any and all feedback from our audience. Uh, it, it's especially, I'll tell you this, me personally, it, it would do my heart good to hear any kind of feedback on this subject, period. Um, but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode, this heavy heart-handed Heavy-handed heart. Heavy heart-handed. Yeah, the heavy, the heavy heart episode. Can you tell it's late? <laughs> it is. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for tonight. And until next time, I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. Good night, everybody. Bitches. <laughs>